The views expressed on the previous programs are those of the host. Can't hear a damn thing she's saying. Do not reflect what? those of the Beasley Broadcast Group. That level is so low, man, she might as well be on Pluto. The biggest names. The she might as well be on the range of Saturn. You're listening to Sports Radio 560 W. A freaking technical disaster. By the way, Jolly Joe Bell, quit listening to Sid the Kid, you idiot. You turd. You tub. 560 WQAM presents the Neil Rogers Show. To talk, talk to Neil, dial 5670560 in Dade and Broward. In other counties, call toll-free 877-785-NEIL or pound 560 no, on your AT&T and Verizon wireless phone. What do you say, The Chris? opinions expressed by Neil, oh, his guests, or yeah. his callers do not represent so those of WQAM management, staff, or sponsors. Now, the Neil Rogers Show on 560 WQAM. Friday, you bastard. Yes. Well, I guess it would be nicer to just be clean for one day. But I don't want to go a day without a tranquil feel. I take a daily dose twice of Saturdays with good weed. No wonder they discovered me snoozing with my head like a pillow on my steering wheel. I know when I've had I gotta stay baked, you 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 fairy. I gotta stay baked, you 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 fairy. Oh, I gotta stay baked, baked, baked. Yeah. I gotta stay baked, baked, baked. Oh. Ten oh one at five sixty WQAM. Don't be half baked, be uh, fully baked. That's what I, I always be said. Baked. What? That's what I've always said. We got a thousand votes on the poll, and I just changed it. Whether Fat Chris likes it or not, with or without your permission, how do you like Say that? Say what? As of today, and I know I've said this before, and every time I said it, I meant it. Mm-hmm. I didn't always follow through. I'm drawing a line in the sand today. I'm taking no crap anymore. Good. Just like you always say. Well, you've always well, said I it. Always I always said that for years. Then right. you picked up where I told you. That's right. You, you learned well. It took me and a long time. I got old and feeble, you mm-hmm. know. You forget I'm things. I'm not taking any more crap, including from fat-ass Jolly Joe Bell and Joyce and Norma Kent, who calls me last night. He got me so aggravated, like he always does. I was screaming on the phone. Screaming, shrieking. The veins were popping in my head. Just go away, Norma. Okay, you're useless. Just useless. Useless as breasts on a uh, on on Neptune. It's a long reach. Here's the poll result from yesterday. Let's get that out of the way. Then I got a whole bunch of really interesting crap. Well, it's not interesting because why would anybody listen to this show anymore? And don't be uh, sending me any more Sid the Kid spy reports. Okay, I had one this morning. I'm laying there in bed at quarter to eight, and your friend the professor is uh oh Sid was ripping you. Who cares? All these people, all these know-nothings, all these low-life degenerates who want to get you into a peeing contest. Not interested, okay? Right. Trying to siphon off from uh, my uh, popularity in this audience and my hundred years in the market. Screw you, okay, loser. Loser. In fact, Barry Jackass has got a piece about Sid who wants out. He wants back to New York. They don't want him, but he wants back to New York. Why would anybody who's got a two-share in South Florida uh, wind up in New York? What is, who is the best example of nepotism? We want to apologize that fat Chris, the fat got in the way of his fingers. He was trying to put Anderson Pooper on the pole, but he failed. He would have gotten a lot of votes, Anderson's Pooper. You screwed up, fat Chris. I'm sorry. But Jolly Joe Bell likes you, though. He actually speaks to you. Best example of nepotism, George W. Bush wins hands down 631. Who thinks that uh, John McCain's going to show up for that debate tonight? 
I think it would be great if Obama winds up debating an empty chair. Sure. He can answer McCain's questions for him. Right. And now McCain says, oh, well, we want to we want to postpone the vice presidential debate. We'll move this one from tonight till next to Thursday. Right. They want to keep her in a broom closet. Yeah. And if you saw anything last night on Oberman or on the news, the, oh, she's just pathetic. Well, I'll get back to you on that. I said thanks, but no thanks. Tory Spelling, 111. Paris Hilton, 48. Sophia Coppola, 41, with a schnoz, a schnoz from hell. Her nose would fill up an entire building. Luke Russert, 37, who may not be a bad kid, but he don't belong on the air. Brooke Hogan, 24. Melissa Rivers, 23. Michael Powell, 17, the unctuous chairman of the FCNC. Ashley Simpson, 14. Jamie Lynn Spears, 13. Jeremy Schapp, 10. Boy, I sure miss those days when Mifo and uh, the morning crew were doing the Jeremy Schapp stuff. Don't you miss those days? Not. <laughs> Latoya Jackson, 8. Nicholas Cage, 8. Robert Downey Jr., 4. Jerry Van Dyke, 3. Kiefer Sutherland, 3. Chad Lowe, 3. How low can you go, Chad? And Chris Penn and Joaquin Phoenix each had one. Solamente uno. Out of a thousand votes, even. How do you like that? Somebody must be listening out there. Oh, I can't imagine why anybody would be listening to that old fairy. Well, they are. And you know something? I think he's got a point, but nevertheless. I mean, they have deballed the show to such a degree. But you know what? We're doing the best we can under almost impossible circumstances. And we still have an audience. And we still have, by far, the highest numbers on either one of these uh, horseball uh, sports stations. Oh, but what about the game? The game? What about the Canes? And Butch Divers? Butch Divers? Speaking of illiterate people, well, before I get to, I got two emails. I mean, I've got a lot more than that, but I've got two here in the beginning. Oh, you're not going to read emails for four hours again, are you? I'll do whatever the hell I want. How do you like that? I don't do this show based on instructions from the audience. Oh, in fact, let me let me get to the other one before I even get to these about the slots. Oh, Mickey Vernon died. Oh, I got just too much stuff here. Mickey Vernon, two-time American League batting champion with the Washington Senators and seven-time All-Star first baseman. During a 20-year career in the Major Leagues, died. He was 90, plenty old enough. Mickey Vernon is dead. Oh, I remember him. That's because I'm old. See, one thing yeah. about being old, you remember crap that young punks don't even know what Until you're Until you go see now, then you can't remember Jack. That's right. I remember Jack. Jack Spratt. Squat. Jack Squat and Jack Spratt. Alberto says, been listening to your show since 98. All the laughs your show has given me have likely improved my health. One question. Here comes, this This is it. Tony. I don't know Tony. He don't know me. I don't interfere with his life, but he wants to interfere with mine. One question. How could a man as insightful and intelligent as you spend any time or money in front of a slot machine? Love you guys, Tony. Mind your own effing business, Tony. I like it. I enjoy it. It's my, uh, you know, it's it's like a hobby. It's my pastime. It's expensive. And I know in the long run you're going to lose your ass, but you know what? I like it. And nobody is going to tell me how to spend my money. I've got people who try to tell me all the time. And you know what? Bug out. Bug off. Screw off. F off. Get lost, Tony. And anybody else who wants to tell me how to spend my money and my time. Like I said, no more crap. Good. I'm just telling you, it's just ridiculous. That's some of my best advice to you uh, people out there, yeah. whether you're whether you're uh, 20 or 200. Uh -huh. Don't take any more crap than you absolutely have to to get by in That's life. That's right. Take no crap, TNC. Do no harm and take no crap. That's a good formula for a yeah. successful life. Took me years to uh, catch on to that one. And I kept telling you that. Don't mm -hmm. take any crap. Yeah, you know what? You were I right. Mean, I in life, we all years have to take a certain amount of crap just to survive, you know, just to get by. Mm -hmm. But keep it to a minimum. That's right. Just take enough crap to fill up a, a small thimble with. 
fact, George said that he took some crap this morning. Oh, yeah, a lot of it. <laughs> and filled up a big thimble. <laughs> yeah, bucket. All right, here's these two. Joe says, I've been emailing you since you got rid of those crazy phone calls. I love it because I'm at work. I'm able to contribute to the show in some part. It's just amazing that even that fat-ass Joe Bell can't even be happy that the show is improving these past couple of weeks. No, he hasn't said nothing about it. All he does is give Sid the Kid spy reports to Fat Chris at the uh, copy machine. But they need to have a big meeting to discuss why you can't keep the call so your show will fail. Well, too bad, Joey boy, meaning uh, Fat Joe, because I can predict the next ratings book you'll be number one. Keep up the good work. Your biggest fan, Joey T. from Cooper City. Everybody's my biggest fan. Now, here comes the best one, though. You know how every now and then we used to get a call and we'd say, boy, that one is for like, uh, that's a keeper? And the same with the emails. Yep. Some of them are like a keep for posterity, for the Hall of Shame. Jimmy B. Quick says, in an email filled with uh, uh, incorrect spellings and grammar and just, 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 it smells, it reeks of illiteracy. Please go back to taking calls, T-A-K-E-I-N-G. Please go back to taking calls. It is boring listening to you read emails for four hours. This is not a show. This is not entertaining. And I know this is from Joe Bell. Please stop with the emails already. Start taking calls again because, also misspelled, because at least that was entertaining. No, it was not entertaining. It was agony. It was pathetic. Only a moron like you, Joe, I mean Jimmy, would enjoy. I'm your friend. My name is Joe, and what do you know? And Chamba, hi, Ron. Hi, Ron. Only a simpleton would think that's entertaining. The same kind of simpletons who make the calls are the ones who enjoy that garbage. Swill. And then it goes on to say, this is fairly lengthy. Come on, man. You wow. owe it to your listeners to give us what we want. I owe it. I owe it to Jimmy. Be quick. Get a life. You don't like it? Go someplace else. Go elope with Sid the Kid. Go to New York with um, Mancow. Or whatever. What's the guy's name? Mancow's in Chicago. By the way, he made a big impact in this market, didn't he? Not. Not. Wow. A oh, point. Oh. Nothing. And that's because Steve Lappa. He's, uh, he's dipped in Schmidt. Everything he touches turns to instant process crap. You owe it to your listeners to give us what we want. And I bet if you take a poll, which I will not, you'll see that we want the calls back. So let's make a deal. Put your poll, P-O-L-E, poll question as, do you prefer to listen to Neil read emails or have the funny calls? And if the calls win, then you can start taking calls again. Please, Neil, you owe it to your listeners. The emails are killing us, uh, and which is why I'm reading yours, Jimmy, with a phony name. I know it's from Joe Bell. I know you get like a 1,000 emails a day telling you to take calls again. No, I do not. I know, in fact, this is the only one I got to. I think I've had three in the two and a half weeks we've been doing the emails. I've had three call, uh, emails saying, oh, you got to take the calls. This is not a talk show. I know you like get a thousand emails a day telling you to take calls, but I hope this one convinces you. It's the most obvious thing in the world that emails are way more boring, spelled wrong, than the calls. At least the calls are funny. Please put that as your poll question. Thanks, Neil. You're Y-E-R. You're the best. Signed, Jimmy. You're the best. But, oh, those emails are so boring. Now, there was, that one was pretty entertaining, I thought, Jimmy. See? Jimmy be uh, illiterate. He unproved his point. Yeah. Take a poll on it. No, I'm not letting a bunch of uh, morons decide for me what I'm going to do on the show, okay? If you don't like it, goodbye. I've always said that, and somehow I've survived 32 and a half years in this market. Somehow I've survived. If you don't like it, go away. Goodbye. Oh, but you got to do this. You owe it to your listeners. I owe it to my listeners to do the best show that I know how to do. And you know something? I'm your friend. For four hours, isn't it?
and listening to the gibberish from Norma Kant last night, giving me excuses for Joyce and Jolly Joe. Well, Jolly Joe was sounded really uh, like he wanted to do something, but not Joyce. She don't, uh, yeah, Joyce. Not licensed to practice law in Florida, by the way, Joyce. I just thought I'd mention that. Licensed only in Maryland. And not in broadcasting either. She got, she got no clue about broadcasting, which is why the Beasley's hired her. Probably she works cheap. Here's the new poll. Even though I know it's going to kill me, I just can't stay away from blank. 55 votes already on the new poll. Chris is kicking big smelly ass. Probably Joe Bell's. Did you kick him in the shins on the way out? Uh, no. Well, why not? You're a I'd probably man. get fired. Oh, you wouldn't get fired for kicking him in the ass? Listen, Mr. Brave with the bulletproof contract over there. What? You can't be fired. That's not the case for the rest of us. You're sticking up for Fat Chris again, huh? I'm sticking up for everybody that's in our similar position. You're the only one that's bulletproof that can't be fired. Oh, so it's really my ass. Yeah, they I'm they sure it already is. Kind of crap I'll, go, they want, okay? I'll go get the steel. Bulletproof ass. I'll go get the Kevlar underwear. Even though I know it's going to kill me, I just can't stay away from ice cream, eight, cigarette, seven, cheeseburger, seven, spicy food, six, fast food, six, pizza, six, fried anything, five, cocaine, five, bacon, three, my wife's sister, two. The track, none, and prostitutes, none. What about slot machines? Yes. Schlots. Schlots? Oh, and I'm speaking of our high. website, uh, that guy Richard that was uh, threatening to send me some stuff, he, uh, he designs websites, and our website sucks so bad. This was three or four days ago. And he promised and threatened that he was going to send me some stuff free of charge, and he was going to give me a whole outline of what we can do to improve our website. He never sent me squat. Nice going, Dick. The best talent. This is Neil Rogers. Sports Radio 560 QAM. The sports leader. No portion of this program may be reproduced without the express permission of WQAM, Broadcast Group, Incorporated. It's Fatwa Friday, you bastards. Ramadan, 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 Ramadan. It means a lot to me. Ramadan, 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 Ramadan. I'm bowing on my knees so I can well Ramadan. 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 Bow, bow, bow. I want to celebrate the Ramadan, 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 Ramadan. Allah will be proud of me. Ramadan, Ramadan, Ramadan. Ramadan, Ramadan, Ramadan. Ramadan, 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 Ramadan. Bow, bow, bow. Happy Ramadan. 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 10.19 at 5.60 <laughs> WQM. Well, I, did, I, stick, I sticked it in there. 
Uh, I'm hoping I'm hearing from Richard Romer today about all the great help he's going to give us in improving our website and how bad it sucks and what he's going to do and he's going to do. But, you know, this happens all the time, doesn't it? All the time. Everybody's got critic, you know, criticism, but when it comes to doing something constructive to helping us out, well, uh, I got busy and I broke my leg and uh, my ass inverted. Yeah, right. Come on, Dick. I'll tell you what I will do. I'm not going to take a poll, per se, because I've already got the new poll up there. By the way, uh, Fat Chris? Yes? To the poll, add three things that people have suggested. Chocolate, beer, and sugar. Azucar. Oh, I can hear Cedar Cruz right now. Azucar, I don't know, she's so sweet. She's dead. She was fat. She was talentless and ugly, but nonetheless, and looked like a guy. She looked more like a guy than, uh, well, than Rachel Maddow. Well, I got to think about Ray. I got all kinds of stuff in here, all right. man. I got a good pile of crap. Good, good pile of crap, which you can relate to, I guess, mm-hmm. based on your recent behavior. Guess who died besides Mickey Vernon? What that uh, big band bitch? No, no, no. Frank Valenti. Who? This is from Rochester, New York, right across the lake. Hey, how's it going over there at Strong Memorial Hospital? Wouldn't it be something if I swam across Lake Ontario? And crawled my way to uh, Strong Memorial Hospital where I was born in 1942. Wouldn't that be something? Mm-hmm. Frank Valenti, who oversaw, who oversaw organized crime activity in Rochester during its violent heyday in the 60s and 70s, has died in Texas. He was 97. That is plenty old enough. Valenti seized control of gambling, prostitution, and extortion rackets in Rochester in 1964 and had connections with a powerful Bonanno family based in New York City. Cinquanta Bonanni. Remember that? I told you that episode mm-hmm. from Woodbine? Cinquanta Banaya, screw you. Go back to uh, Venice. Go back to Venezia and drown in the canals. He was toppled by rivals during a violent turf war between mob factions, capped by a series of bombings at churches, court buildings, and the homes of a judge and labor union leader. After a federal, a federal prison stint for extortion, Valenti moved to Arizona, later to Texas. He ended up at a nursing home in Sugarland, outside Houston, where he died Saturday, according to a death certificate filed Wednesday at Fort Bend County Clerk's Office. He died Saturday. Today's Friday. The news sure gets around slow, I'll tell you that. During Valenti's notorious reign, his hometown newspaper ran a regular feature on the doings of the dapper gangster entitled Spotlight on Rochester's Gambling Czar. I don't remember that. I don't remember anything about that. I guess my family got left out of all that. Damn it. I guess they didn't want no Jews involved in that. The construction company owner was considered to be the most significant person in organized crime in Rochester at that time. Former D.A. Donald Chesworth, who worked on mob investigations for the FBI in the 60s, said in Thursday's Rochester Democrat and Chronicle. A really marginal newspaper, although certainly better than the Times Union. Valenti was one of the last remaining survivors of a legendary 1957 summit meeting of mafia bosses captured at a hilltop estate in the hamlet of Appalachian, about 150 miles northwest of New York City. The big barbecue at Joseph Barbera's senior's estate broke up suddenly on November 14, 57, when a guest shouted a warning that police were watching. Natalie-dressed men in shiny shoes, silk shirts, and cashmere coats scrambled into the woods but were easily rounded up. State police arrested 65 men at the mob conclave, including Vito Genovese, Carlo Gambino, and Paul Castellano. Under questioning, most of the men said they had come to the area on business and then just dropped in on their good friend. No charges were filed. It was just an accident, a coincidence that they were there. It was an accident and nobody got hurt. The raid confirmed the existence of a national crime syndicate, helped make mafia a household word, and gave Appalachian an enduring spot in mob lore. How do you like that? He's dead, Frank Valenti. How about that restaurant, Valenti's, in uh, Tamarack? Is it Tamarack, Lauderhill? Where is it? Mm-hmm. On 441. Valenti's, that's where I slid off the toilet seat. 
Don't you remember that story about my sliding off the toilet seat? I do remember that story. It was loose, man. Too loose, mm-hmm. like drag, like And that seat, I, oh, what an emergency. And I got in there, and I closed the door, and I yep. pulled down my pantaloons, and I sat down on the seat, and I slid, the whole thing just slid right off on the floor. You Luckily, my bodily function hadn't started releasing ah, anything. Ah, you oh, are lucky. thank God for that. Very lucky. That would have been a real mess. Right in the middle of a nice sure. restaurant, too. That was a pretty good place. I guess I would have come out of there with a Schmidt-eating grin, huh? That would have been bad. Okay, I'll tell you what I will do. I'm not taking a poll per se, but since we do have the emails working right now, let's see what the audience thinks. Neil at neilrogers.com. Should we bring back the calls? Uh, most of the emails I get say it's a big improvement. Yeah. Now, what's the scuttle butt you guys are getting? Oh, overwhelmingly positive. Mm-hmm. As a yeah. matter of fact, in the name of considering the sources... Yeah. The people that I find that miss the calls are not the kind of people whose opinions uh, weigh heavily. With right, me. like, like Jimmy be uh, illiterate. And what about you, Fatso? Yeah, nobody uh, has a problem with no calls, so gets rid of the idiots. The callers suck, and they got worse and worse and worse and worse and worse and worse. And I kept and I kept shutting them off, and then oh no, you got to mm-hmm. take the calls, Neil. That's what people want to hear you interacting, interacting with all five callers. So let's hear from the audience, Neil at NeilRogers.com, and then we'll uh, tally them up, and I'll do whatever the hell I want to do. It's Friday. That means less than 24 hours, college game day. Neil, as you're considering a play-by-play guy, Paul, I think you should really consider, oh, this is the Herbie uh, Jerk Street guy. Delete immediately. Delete immediately. Get a life, okay? Elope with uh, Jerk Jerk Street, then at least he won't be cluttering up our airwaves anymore. They put the worst swill on here, the worst people. And that Alex Marvez, oh my God. Hey, Alex! You, you fairy! God. J- just like the old days, they didn't learn from the Kenny and Blow morning show. Mm-mm. And I think that fat Zach, I think he's still on a payroll across the street. He's, uh, he's sabotaging the Joe Rose show. I mean, when Joe came back, he had some pretty decent numbers. You know, now all of a sudden, in the tank. Thanks a lot, Zach. A lot of fat producers, you know. Yep. That's what we need to do is get Mo back to get Zach fired. There you go. In fact, maybe Mo could come back and get Joe Bell fired. Wouldn't that be great? And Joyce. And the Beasleys. And Ray Perry. You know what Ray Perry said? If we just had 100 more sports stations... This is the Sports Radio 560 QAM. The Sports Leader. It's Friday, you bastard. Today on TMZ, workers filed out of Lehman Brothers with the history of their careers in their arms. The investment bank filed for bankruptcy. Sarah Palin, banking firms are going bankrupt. Houses are going into foreclosure. If you were in the White House, what would you do to get the economy back on its feet? do things better. Okay, that's good. Could you be more specific? We must do whatever it takes. Uh, more specific? We have got to have all options out there on the table. (laughs) And what are those options? Whatever it takes. What? There have been mistakes made. Right. There have been blunders along the way. And what would you do differently? We must do whatever... Oh, please. Okay, I'll ask you a really simple question. Is Russia close to Alaska? Yes. You can actually see Russia here in Alaska. Okay, it's a one to ten thirty-one. One thirty-one. Boy, this thing moved by fast today, didn't it? it? Did indeed. Okay, well, here's what we're going to do. I just uh, faxed Eric a new poll. Now he's got the ability to take the poll we're doing now and like put it off to the side for a while. I believe he does. Put it on hold. He has power. Let's hold it for a while. 
were holding it. And uh, can I hold your pen? Can I hold that? Let me hold a pencil. Oh. Yeah, let me hold that pencil. So what, what, here's what I uh, sent to him. Where is it? Very simple. Not that I'm going to pay attention to it, because we're getting a few here on the emails, but it's, uh, you know, a lot, a lot more conclusive and a lot more um, response when you just do the poll. I like the show better with calls, emails, or I don't care. Wow. Well, sounds, sounds like you uh, covered all the options there. Well, I mean, I don't care, which, you know. How about put all of the like above? The show in the first place, maybe they're masochists. They listen because Neil lost it. He's so bad now, and it's so boring, and it's not entertaining, and it certainly isn't captivating. Uh, yeah. I like the show better with calls. So let's uh, take the poll that's on there right now and uh, set it aside. Eric, you think Eric's paying attention, or is he like uh, eating donuts? Both. And I can switch it as soon as it says, I can switch it as soon as he puts a new one up there. And we'll see what they say. Mm -hmm. You know, we'll see. Callers. Oh, I hate those callers, says uh, somebody. <laughs> 30 callers a day would be good. A few emails, a few callers, a little hockey talk. Oh, yeah. We do love when you rip callers. little change of pace. Also, check out your pics at Gulfstream. You look a lot better with hair. Have a great weekend, Tony. Screw you, Tony. Go look at some porno, okay, if you want some titillation. I look a lot better with hair. I like the way I look right now just fine, okay? That's and right. I'm, I'm just here to please me at my advanced age. I'm not worried about how I look. Maybe you should get a tattoo of an eyeball on top of your head. Yeah. Maybe I should stick my float around your ass, Tony. Let's see. Jeff says the cause are the absolute worst. Banish them to the pages of history for the sake of those with two brain cells to rub together. That's Jeff's take. Fat Man After Dark says, there's absolutely, absolutely no need to bring the callers back. The emails are going fine, and why put yourself under stress? You're entering the twilight of your life. Entering. I'm deep in it. Soon enough, you'll be a retired investor living on a pension like Hyman Roth and your Cuban messenger boy, Jorge Ola. <laughs> uh, Jim says, no phones for a while. Try them again in a few weeks. Variety is good. That's what Jim says. That's his take. Try them again in a few weeks. As if. As if that's going to change anything. Are we doing a new poll here or what? What are we doing, Eric? No, he still hasn't got it up there. I think is Eric in his box. Lucky. Yes, yes, he is. Yes. Well, what else is he doing? Tell him change the poll. Put the new poll up, putz. Jesus says, please, Neil, this is wonderful. No more retarded jackasses with no life. Please, no calls. Even counting out. Four or five things that called constantly. Most of the rest had nothing to say that was worth listening to. Besides, this is your show. You decide to do whatever you want. Thanks, Jesus. I've got Jesus' permission to do whatever I want. Thanks for 30-plus years of laughs, and Obama is going to make that old fart look like one of the callers. Take care. Jesus from Aventura. Jesus. Nice going, Jesus. I don't see anything happening on the poll, do you? No. Now, maybe he can't do that. I'm trying. I'm looking to switch it. It says nothing to switch. And the old poll is still up there. Eric. Well, now we're getting a whole bunch of emails about this, though. Here's one that says, please, no more calls. And remember, Rosh Hashanah begins Monday at sundown. Oh, Jappy New Year. Baruch uh, drink a lot. Screw what management wants you to do. Management doesn't tell me anything about what to do. They don't have anything. To, they have no input in the show. They are uninvolved in the show. They don't care about the show. They don't say anything. They're totally out of the loop. 
And that's because we don't talk about ball games and guys who wear their jock straps too tight and how their uh, jock straps smell on Monday morning, you know, like that. Screw what management wants you to do. Ever since you started on QAM, they've shown nothing but open contempt for your show and your listeners. Right. The callers are mostly lifeless morons. The emails are much better. I enjoy the bedtime stories. Thank you so much. No calls, please, says Artie in the Sebring. I don't want to hear stupid remarks. I will, if I, so if I want to listen to stupid remarks, I'll listen to Republicans. We don't know about the debate, by the way. So he really they, there's they the say shrunken he head officially say Dana no, Bash can't officially go until okay. it looks like there's some kind of deal. All right, understood. CNN's Dana Bash. Yeah, until there's some kind of deal, I'm about. I got all kinds of stuff about that, but you know, one thing I will say: there's a big article I just put on our website for tomorrow. Don't worry about another depression; it's not going to happen. I think this whole thing is just a big scare. You know, get everybody whipped up. It's the almost October surprise. Just relax. They're just stealing uh, seven hundred billion dollars of your money. Neil, please don't let the callers back. The email is much better as long as you don't read all the lame jokes. Yeah, that's true. I know you don't need to. I know you don't need us to send you stories, but I couldn't resist on this one. Just look at the headline, okay? Man claims penis amputated without consent. I got that story, as a matter of fact. I'm way ahead of you. Louisville, Kentucky, the guy sued. I'll get to it. We've got lots of stuff in my pile. Here's, uh, here's some more of them. Has he changed the pool yet or what? Hello? Look Not at... Yet. What is he doing? Don't know. We're not getting a response in the little magic window there. Uh, I knew it. Here's one that says, please, please, please do not bring the calls back. It's bad enough listening to the chronics, but the stupid people who will call also screw up the flow of the show. The other bonus of the email is that it gives an opportunity to those of us who have something to say but aren't very good at saying it. Have a good weekend. Thanks, Steve. That's what Steve's take is. Here's one that says, take a look at this story and look at the poll results. And it's got a link. Everybody's got a link. Elections 08. McCain-Obama debate remains in doubt. Oh, my God. I don't have time to fart around with that. Take a look at this. Yeah, you look at it. Here's one. It says, I like the new email format. It eliminates the morons and chronic retires. However, you have stopped taking calls how many times now? It lasts a couple of weeks. Then you go back to taking them. So what's the point, really? The point is, uh, you know... I'll do whatever the hell I want to do. That's the point, Chris. Okay. Since you mentioned the Rochester Democrat and Chronicle, you need to play Young Neil. No callers, it says. No, I don't need to play Young Neil. When is the next Best of Neil CD coming out? Oh, yeah, proceeds can be allocated toward the Joe Bell and Joyce Fitch Severance Package charity. Also, those criminals on the uh, gambling channel are now calling it unprecedented e uh, economy. Sounds awfully like the new economy. Yeah, it's the same old crap. They're peddling. Oh, it's a buying opportunity. It's a great buying opportunity. Here's one that says, Doug from Deerfield. I just know you changed the poll to what about the calls. However, I refuse to offer my vote there in protest of Jimmy the A-hole. I've rather enjoyed the New Deal. At least when people email, they make a better effort to have something to say, although so often that can be precious little. I have no instructions for you regarding how to do your show because you've done has kept me listening since I was... Uh, 11 with my 80-year-old babysitter back at WS News. Thanks, Doug. Boy, you must be old now, Doug, just like me. Okay, there's what we got, and I'm looking on that poll. Now, let's see. Still the same. Poll switch? Nothing. He's not there. You better call him. All right. You better call Fat Eric and see what the hell is going on.
What's going on with Fat Eric? Don't know. I thought you were going to call him. Right. And Chris called him and I sent him a text. And he didn't respond? Correct. Now, Chris doesn't have the ability to get rid of that poll on there now? No. No? Nope. No? That's correct. Maybe Eric got kidnapped. Boca Vinny says the way to go is just say no to callers. Michael says, I do real estate closings for a living. I own a title company. We're having our best month in a year and a half. The housing market is bottoming and lenders are making loans. I don't know a single person who's reasonably creditworthy who's been denied for a reasonable loan, be it on their house or a car. They won't reference your house if you owe more than it's worth, but that's the way it should be. There's no crisis. Just my take. Love the show. No callers. You don't need the aggravation. Thank you, Michael. Michael, Michael, motorcycle. 167 votes on the poll, and we don't know what happened to Eric. We can't change it. We and this is the funny part. I'm trying to give uh, some of these people what they want, just just to prove a point, whatever the point is, you know, because I have no idea what it'll be. And uh, we can't do it. Here's one that says, bring the calls back. Those idiots make me realize that my life isn't all that bad at all. Thanks. Justin in North Carolina. Well... Let's see. Now see here, this one says, Joe, no calls except from Harry Carey. It's either a first-time caller, long-time listener who agrees with everything you say, they finish the call by saying, keep up the good work, or you get the crank caller or retards who get off hearing themselves on a pristine AM frequency. I'd rather hear a true radio voice reading bedtime stories, and most importantly, the bits, the mo bits, Chrysler, New Yorker, Burpenders, etc. No other show makes me laugh as much as yours. That's why I've listened to it for 17 years. Also, I relate to George as... I'm his age, grew up in South Miami, love the girls and the music. Why, I oughta, says Joe. He's doing his mo mobile. I'll have you know. Right. Bring the calls back, those idiots. Oh, I see. He's had to send it twice, the guy in North Carolina. Well, obviously, you don't have a life. He sent it twice. The email process is like being able to screen calls and delete the bad ones from ones leaving only people with something useful to say. It will add years to the, uh, it'll add years to the dump button. You'll be able to monitor the success of this program by the increasing number of callers to Jim Mandich who end their calls with, in closing, can I call somebody a D-bag? Richard Orlando. Wait a minute. Are they actually saying that on the Mandich show? They're saying the D-bag word? I don't know. I'm sure there's a way to confirm that. You think so? I said I don't think so, but who knows? Oh. I sure hope not. That would be really bad. Eric's not there. Correct. He's AWOL. Well, what a fine kettle of fish this is, huh? What a crock of crap this is. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Well, he'll be back, don't you think? I'm sure. Or not. Maybe Someday. He's, maybe, maybe he's gone for the weekend. Maybe he figured, uh, oh, well, I'm all done with whatever I have to do, and that's it. So we have nobody, nobody's got the ability other than Eric to change that pool. Is that what you're telling me? That's correct. What kind of a communist bunch of horse crap is that? It's the way it is. Here's the schedule, by the way. We got Orlando, the big O. Rock solid. At Kendall Toyota, 2 to 4. Mad Dog, 4 to 6.50. 6.50 to 7, one of those last first bit shows with Jesse Agler. A bunch of spots before the Marlin game. They only got a couple games left. Is this the last weekend, I hope? Yes. Good.
Dolphins tonight, 7 o'clock. 8 to 11, it's Curtis for D.A. D.A.'s probably going in for some therapy. If I were he, I would sure need it. What a what a culture shock. What a what a blow to his ego and his life to get trapped in the Joe Bell web of evil. Joe Bell is like the world's biggest spider. What a wicked web we weave when we practice to deceive and beweave. Sid Rosenberg writes Barry Jackass, whose 790 Morning Show BQMs in the latest ratings book. Both numbers sucked, by the way, Barry. I hate to break the news to you. They both sucked. They both started with a two. Said he spoke to his former employer, WFAN in New York, and its popular afternoon host, Mike Francesa, about potentially joining Francesa's show. But no offer was made. And Rosenberg said, I don't know what they're going to do. No offer was made. Huh. I can relate to that. Francesa, whose longtime co-host, Chris Russo, recently left for a job on Sirius XM Radio, is speaking to numerous potential candidates, Rosenberg said. Although Rosenberg Kranz Schwartzstein has less than three years on his 790 contract, the station likely would not block his move to New York if something materialized. Well, it's really something when you're constantly uh, letting the whole world know that you want out. He wants to go back to New York in the worst way. I say wrap him up in a, in a piano case. Send his carcass to New York. I... Maybe we can bury him with Jimmy Hoffa in the Meadowlands. And Barry also writes here, and I'm in the midst of a whole bunch of other crap, WFOR4 and WQM sportscaster Kimba Bocamper is opening Bocamper Sports Bar and Grill this weekend in Plantation at the corner of Peters and Pine Island Road. Well, woo! I wonder if he's going to be there hosting and toasting. He'll be the uh, wooden cigar store Indian standing out in front of the engine. I sure would like to do that survey sometime today on the callers. All right, so um, talk to Eric finally. Yes, he was busy when we were trying to get a hold of him. He is going to get the poll up there over the next couple Well, minutes. he put the other poll on there a second time. Even though I know it's going to kill me, I just can't stay away from him. He's got it on there twice. Eric. Well, give him a minute. <laughs> what a bozo he's turned into. He used to be great. What was he doing? He's taking a shower. Taking a shower in the middle of the Neil Rogers show? Well, You've you know. got some stinking nerve, mister. Maybe he was trying to wash off the stink. I wonder if Eric uses body wash. I think so. He's a married guy with kids. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have that, you know, that... What? Fear. Fear of uh, unmanly image, you know. That my, that, well, Still. Plus he's, not, he's not one of your people. He doesn't have that machismo thing. Oh, look at this. The, there you go. Po- positive signs the debate will happen. They, and they have been speaking with the, the debate commissioners. Ba-de-beep, ba-de-beep. Obviously, a lot of discussions taking place. There's Suzanne Melville. The Suzanne. Not Suzanne. Suzanne. Ago, there are very positive signs that both of the candidates are going to be here. They say that Obama has obviously filed his flight plan. They say they fully expect that John McCain will also be Yeah, how would that be if McCain uh, wussed out and didn't show up? He, all he was doing here was trying to play a game, that's all. And it's like a big chess game. And when you got uh-huh. one guy who's like half dead and retarded with a big lump on his cheek, that guy ain't going to be the best chess player. He ain't no Bobby Swisher. Swisher Sweets. I wonder if those are real bad for you. Probably. I don't, I don't, huh? Probably. You think? Like those Danaman lights that I used to smoke? Boy, those uh-huh. things were, oh, they were the cat's meow. And then you told me they're made of paper and they cause cancer. That's right. Bad for you. Everything's bad for you. Well... So we're going to uh, be changing the thing and get that poll up there. Nice going, Eric. Thank God your shower is over. It's already up. It's already up? Oh, yeah, wait a minute. He told you that. Uh, hi- is it already up? Let me take a look. Poll is down, it says on mine. 
Oh, and he's got he's got them backwards. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. He's got he's got them backwards. I like to just show go to the main with... page. What? Go to the main page. Oh, there it is. I like to show better with emails myself. I clicked emails. Or I should have clicked. I don't care. <laughs> oh, okay. And look at that. There's one vote by me, and at the bottom it says total votes two. This is screwed up bad, Eric. It's screwed up bad. Woo! Holy mackerel, rat man. It is screwed up big time. But he'll get it straightened out. It still says the poll is down, so he's he's working on it. That's probably what he's doing while the whole uh, 15 minutes there. He was probably working on it. Not Nick Nolte says, how many times have you taken calls off and put them back? You know they'll be back someday. Screen them like all other stations do. D-U-E. Do, says Dan. That's from uh, Joyce. Screen them. It's not what I do with the calls, okay? It's boring. I mean, I know George does that, but like I said, it's boring. I like to spontaneity or screenless. Yeah. And, and I've been, and I've been be doing nice. it for years and, I know. Uh, without very much problem until we were, started working two and a half years ago for a guy that doesn't want to do anything for this show. And every time there's a problem, oh, well, Neil ought to call the police. Neil ought to do this. What, what do we got to do with that? I mean, if the audience could hear the stuff that Norma pedals along to me by way of Joyce or Jolly Joe, they would be heaving right now. They'd be on their hands and knees puking up meals they ate years ago if they could hear the swill, the garbage, the caca, the poo-poo that we get from these people. Caca. These make-believe broadcasters. All right, Neil, go, re uh, go re-vote again. Go re-vote. Okay, one moment, please. Are you giving instructions now? Are you telling uh -huh. me what to do? Bastard. I'm being the executive producer. I like this show. Oh, like Zach. Uh -huh. oh, the still says the poll is down, though. On mine, it doesn't. Well, let me uh, refresh. Uh, Hit view current. View current. The poll is down, it says. Mm -hmm. For me, too. I'll vote again. Oh, now I can uh, vote again. Yeah, me, too. It, 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 that's not going away, the poll is down thing. It's not going well, away. It went away for a little while. What? It did go away for a little while. Well, it didn't go away on mine, and I, so I can keep voting over and over again. Sure, why not? For emails, I'll vote again. Let's see what it says. One vote. Screwed up bad, Eric. It's all screwed up. Boy, first he goes and takes a freaking shower. Then the best talent. This, this here. Sports Radio 560 QAM. The fourth leader. This is the Neil Rogers Show. This is your brain. Any questions? One in seven Americans suffers from a terrible affliction. And while others find it funny, to those who have it, it's no laughing matter. It's called frequent burping syndrome. It's terrible. I'll I'll be on a date or a business meeting and and <coughs> excuse me. See? See what happens? Frequent burping syndrome. It can ruin your life. But it doesn't have to. Now there's a clinic that can help. Trained specialists, sensitive to the needs of compulsive belchers. A special place known as Burp Enders. Gosh, Burp Enders saved my life. Uh, Joanne and I were in love. I, I really wanted to ask her to marry me, but I just knew that when the moment of truth came, I'd let out with a big ripper. You know. Burp Enders. No shame, no guilt, no more tummy rumbling, smelly belches, no more stopping in mid sentence to uncork a big, cheesy blaster. Just caring professionals and the help you need. Don't wait. Here's the number to call. 555-2877. It's 555. Burp Enders. 
Call today. And stop being and so stop gross. stop being so gross. 1102 at 560 WQAMO. There's uh, Harry Reid and Chris Dodd. With looking very uh, depressed. obstacles can be overcome. But uh, those appointed officials like Paulson and Bernanke are going to have to become more realistic. As Chairman Dodd outlined, we believe there's a financial crisis. We want to direct attention to that. Isn't he dynamic, we Harry Reid? Keep in mind the problems people have. I mean, where, 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 where was that? We had to go through seven filibusters on the basic problem that everyone says at the root of this housing. Wouldn't it have been nice if they would have helped us? We could have stopped 10,000 foreclosures a day. Well over 100,000 people. Well over 100,000 people were. Isn't this refreshing? The Republicans are committing political suicide right in front of our eyes. All right. right. Isn't that nice? Mm-hmm. Okay, the poll is up, and it's nip and tuck, nose to nose. I like the show better with email 16, calls 14, I don't care 11, out of the first 41 votes. I mean, 41 votes isn't exactly, it's almost, uh, look at that. Email 17, calls 16, I don't care 11, 44 votes. Neck and neck, nose to nose. I'm your friend. You feel better now, those of you who are voting for calls? I'm your friend. <laughs> what? They Why, can go to the archives and listen like to out. any one of those shows and hear the same thing over and over again. They could play right. it on a loop. A million times a day. I'm your friend. Hi, Ron. Hi, Ron. It's Jamba. Ron. Demsey says, I was driving on Pine Island late last night and something caught my eye. They were burning the midnight oil and putting up the B in Bo Camper sign at his new place. Good luck, Kim. You're going to need it. The location was previously Cavanaugh and Morrissey's, which was always empty and finally closed its doors in late July. Before that, it was a seafood place that lasted maybe a year, and before that, it was a Mexican joint that no longer lasted no longer than a refried bean fart. Maybe Chicken Act could have both say, location, 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 and situation such as it is. Yeah, maybe he could do that. <laughs> it's cute. Well, good luck to you, Kimba. Maybe at least it'll get him off the air anyway. Oh, my God, he is so wooden. Here's one from Ron, who says, kind of like the calls, but I'm too shy to call, so here are some thoughts. Doesn't it seem odd they came out with a giveaway plan that had to be approved immediately, just before all the Congress people needed to go home to campaign? Can you believe they had the balls to propose that one person would have control and courts, etc., couldn't do anything about it? For the first time, the Congress is at least acting like they have an opinion. Don't get excited, they're still bought and paid for, but it's an election year. But don't worry, your boy McCain will take care of it. Bastards. If anyone had any doubt the oil companies are working together to screw us, remember in the year of the hurricanes when that storm was in the Gulf and they all raised gas prices 60 cents before it hit. Now the last hurricane hit and did some damage, not much happening. wonder if it had anything to do with being an election year with people already pissed off with gas prices. Bastards, Ron says. Yeah, they're a bunch of bastards is what he's saying. Monday, without any question, of course we could get it done. Now tomorrow, we're going to be in session. We're going to vote on the continuing resolution and whatever else we can. There are a number of things... Uh, I know we want to focus on this, but there are important things. We have Am an Amtrak bill that we have to finish before we get out of here. There are a number of other things that we have to take care of. And I know it's hard to divert our attention from this issue, but there are other very important things that we have to do. Yes. Do you think the Sarah McCain derailed what appeared to be an agreement? Well, you you know, we, we have said enough about uh, this. I've made my point clear. <laughs> oh, my God. What a dynamo. What a ball of fire. I can just see Jerry Lee Lewis banging on them uh, piano keys. Goodness gracious. 
Oh, yeah. Brandon wants to know, are they going to have the cow from University Dodge at the new Kimba place? That's a good question. The one that wound up at Dan Dowd's. Remember Dan Dowd's? Yep. And that meat market? Oh, my God, that meat. 63 votes on this. I like the show better with emails 28, calls 21. I don't care 14. It is tight, baby. It's neck and neck, nose to nose, basically. And uh, this Paul, now see here. Okay, I'm not I'm not reading any more now see here, okay? Any more uh, Mo wannabes? A lot of these people that send the emails, and just like the callers, they want their own show. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like the quarter slot guy. I got somebody in here who um, misses the quarter slot guy. But before that, a Shelby County man, this is Louisville, Kentucky. A Shelby County man and his wife said two doctors amputated the man's penis without his consent and have filed a lawsuit. According to the lawsuit, Philip Seaton, 61, went to have a circumcision last October as part of a treatment for a medical condition. Seaton said when he woke up from the procedure, he realized his penis had been amputated. Seaton has suffered mental anguish, pain, and lost the enjoyment of life, according to the lawsuit. Yeah. The lawsuit was filed in Shelby County Court last week against Dr. John Patterson, who performed the procedure. Dr. Oliver James administered anesthesia and Commonwealth Urology PSC. The lawsuit says that Patterson received consent to perform a circumcision and only a circumcision and that Seton did not consent to his penis being removed. Kevin George, the plaintiff's attorney, said Patterson amputated the organ after finding cancer, but he only had consent to remove the foreskin. Sometimes you have an emergency and you have to do this, but he could very easily have closed them up and said, here are your options. You have cancer, and the family would have said, we want a second opinion. This is a big deal, George said. A big deal. Yeah. I don't know how big. Don't the lawsuit also claims the plaintiff did not consent to general anesthesia. WLKY attempted to contact the doctors, but haven't been able to reach them. Hello, doctor? They haven't been able to reach them. They're in hiding. They're in the closet with Sarah Palin, and they're doing it. The Setons are seeking punitive damages against both doctors and medical practice. Well, she might as well be in the closet doing them, because she ain't going to do the guy with no penis. Attorneys for the defendants will now have a chance to respond to the lawsuit. Harry, Harry Reid is still... Proposal from the White House. Doing his monotone drone. He's doing the old monotune ludrone, is what he's doing, Harry Reid. And the debate's going on tonight. That's the latest and the greatest. No items in the uh, email thing. I guess since I put the poll up there, Eric finally put it up. 76 votes. I like the show better with emails 33, calls 24, I don't care 19. Out of the first 76 votes. What does that tell you? I don't know. Tells me that those six callers have each voted four times. Or that Joe <laughs> Bell's voting a lot in Joyce. What? Good point. Yeah. Over and over and over again. They're refreshing and they're voting again. We want the calls back. I'm your friend. I'm George's friend. Pose that. Pose that. Please. And so it goes. And don't forget about it. Excellent program, Neil. Oh, Neil. Controversial program today, Neil. That's it. Reverend Jones and the boyfriend and Ron and Prozac Ron and the Chamba. Those are the four callers. And then, of course, sprinkled in with a few other idiots like the what did I ever do to you guy and uh, my name's Joe and what do you know? That guy. The quarter schlock guy. Quarter schlock guy. And then the old, old hockey guy. Is Bob Cole Jewish? Is uh, the Pope Jewish? Uh, that guy. Is the uh, hockey guy Jewish guy? You know, is the hockey guy Jewish guy? Yep. That guy. So there's like maybe a dozen altogether. Am I right? That's it. Yes. And then the whisper, you know. I mean, what's the point? I say give them each an hour every day. 
If you like those callers so much, give them each an hour on the station every day, like from 2 till midnight. Now, from well, we got nothing overnight. We got that ESPN crap mm-hmm. <clears throat> from 2 in the afternoon until 6 in the morning. That's 12 and 4. That's 16 hours. What do you say? Let's do it. Let's give each one of those chronics his, it, its own hour. And, of course, there'll be some slop over, like, you know, Duran and Prozac Ron. They can't be all separate. They've got to be together. Right. And the bitch, the uh, sweat hog bitch, we can get her uh, segment in there, too, maybe 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. I'm going to send you a picture of both of them. No. Oh. The lovely couple. Don't do it. Doing it now. Both, both of whom? Moran and uh, Morana? Yeah, and the, uh, the, the slob. Madonna and Morana? Yeah, yeah. That, that sweat hog. Mm-hmm. The thing. Yeah. The creature. Right. Boy, we're getting a lot of votes here for uh, just a couple minutes, 88 votes. I like the show better with emails, 41, calls, 26, I don't care, 21. The I don't care crowd, meaning I guess they'll listen no matter what. And nothing in the emails, by the way. Neil at neilrogers.com on the emails. I guess they feel left out now. Now, you know what his um, academic background is? Economic depression. He's written widely on it. That was his area of study. So I'm he, depressed. He, you know, he's... I think he comes with a portfolio that is meaningful to these discussions. And he's been, always been available whenever he's been asked to come. Isn't that right? Leader, yeah. you, you and the Speaker have said you don't want Democrats to have to supply most of the votes for this final package. What sign will it take from L- the that they are we're, we're not in a numbers game here. This is a problem created by Republicans, by this, this administration. We are willing to work on a bipartisan basis to get this done. But we're not here saying Democrats are going to supply X number of votes. We want this to be bipartisan. We want we're not here to blame the Republicans, but guess what? It's their fault. You go, Harry. He's going a little tiny here. This is Neil Rogers. Sports Radio 560 QAM. The sports leader. I'm Mark Morgan. Now here's Neil Rogers on 560 QAM. Welcome back, everyone. You're watching the NFL on PBS. What a splendid day it is for the... I concur. You know, I think it was Walt Whitman who said it best when he penned... Oh, the... they've kicked the ball. Yes, it seems the game has started. An African-American man has caught the ball. Oh, he's running. He's running. Oh, still running. You know, Nina, this seems like a great time to talk about the benefits you get from pledging your support. To... Yes, if you pledge at the dollar-a-day level, mm-hmm. you can... Oh, it seems a man in gold has taken the ball away from the man in blue. That's more saffron, I Okay, think. let's just say ogre. Okay. It seems <laughs> the ogre team has the ball. This is exciting. Oh, the ogre man has thrown the ball. Oh, he's doing it very far. You know, this NFL tote bag would make a great gift for the winter solstice. Oh, someone caught it. He's running down the field. Which one of the... Oh, it seems they scored. Well, f*** me. The score is 1-0. You're watching the NFL on PBS. Coming up after the game, it's the Boston Pops playing the hits of Fleetwood Mac. Stay tuned. All right. 1117 at 560 WQM. How's the vote tally coming here on the calls and the emails and the uh, no calls and Jolly Joe Bell and Joyce Fat Ass? 106 votes. 108. In about 17 minutes. What? 108. 110. Oh, the NASDAQ's down 34. I don't know how the market's doing. S&P is down 16.75. Yeah, there was the S&P guy, too. The S&P is up, Neil. Well, guess what? Surprise, it ain't. And what about the Dow? We know what time it is, okay? It's 11.17, 8.17 on the West Coast. The Dow's down 63 point. Woo! I like the show better with 110 votes so far. Emails 49, calls 33, I don't care, 28. And some of these um, emails I'm getting on the, uh, oh, my God. Neil at neilrogers.com, by the way, for the emailers. 
Here's one from Gary. Now, now listen, I want you to listen to this carefully. Okay? I'm you glued. I'm right around. Gary says, I think you are missing the point. The audience does not specifically care if you take calls or emails. They just like to hear a hysterical old queen get all worked up over things. They love to hear you rant about the traffic on the highway, about the crazy psychos at the racetrack, about the morons running the station, trashing the callers, etc. Oh, I guess I don't scream enough about the morons running the station. Now listen to this part. Of Ready? course, as you have slowly cut yourself off from these things that make you crazy by not doing shows from the QAM studios, stopping the calls, moving away, etc., the show has become less interesting. Well, that's very fascinating to me because I've been doing the show away from the QAM studios for almost seven years now. And until Jolly Joe Bell came, we were always number one, always by a mile. We always got our bonus money. Everything was going along just fine. And then Joyce and Jolly Joe came in and deballed the show. So whether I'm sitting in Miami, whether I'm sitting in Toronto, whether I'm sitting on my ass, I don't think that's got a, whole, a lot to do with it. And as far as bitching around about the traffic, what is there to say? I mean, the traffic here is worse. Ranting about the traffic on the highway. The crazy psychos at the racetrack. Don't I bitch about the crazy smelly people at Woodbine? Yeah. So there you go. Oh, God. I'm missing the point. I'm missing the point. Like, I don't know the That's differences right. in the show. I don't know the restrictions that we're working under right now with our hands, our, our mouths gagged and our hands tied behind our back working for people who think that we're just a pain in the ass. Oh, and wait till you hear this one. Oh, there's some really, um, oh, my God. Interesting swill. Come on, get on that uh, neilrogers.com and vote on that thing. This is very important, muy importante. Not. We got 123 votes. I like the show better with email 63, calls 39. 53 emails, 39 calls, 31, I don't care. I don't care. That's kind of my attitude. George taught me that one. I don't care. Yeah. And you're right. If they don't care, why should I care? You'll drive yourself nuts. Buckingham's I don't care on Columbia Records. I bet you got that. You know or it. Don't you care. I'm sorry, that's the name of it. Don't you care? No. Don't you care. No. Don't you care. Jeff says, I want you to listen to this very, very carefully. Okay. Take a pin and stick it in your ear to open up your earlobe. There's the Buckinghams. That's enough. Susan. Didn't they do Susan? I think you're really cruising for a bruising, Susan. There you go. Wow. That was, what's his name from across the street? That was his favorite song. What's his name? Susan. Joel Finder. Looks like I'm losing. You're cruising for a bruising, That was his theme song. Okay, that's enough. Jeff says, Neil, I sort of missed the callers. Prozac Ron actually made me laugh. I need help. Cracked me up. How about a few quick spurts of callers a day at random times to keep those obsessed freaks on the edge? To keep them on the edge. Make them super crazy and off the streets. Love the show, Neil, says Jeff. Keep them on the edge. I, we'll give um, Prozac Ron Jeff's phone number, address, right. and he can have a personal... Oh, and those Private pictures show. you sent me now, which one is that? Is that Moran? That's Ron. That Correct. That's that's which one? Ron. Prozac Ron. Correct. With the with Sweat Hog. Correct. Oh my God. I have seldom he makes Gilbert look like Brady uh, Quinn. Oh yeah. I mean I have never seen A anybody. Fashion plate. And she Mm-hmm. I've dropped better uh, this morning. Just this morning. I've dropped better looking things in right. the bowl mm -hmm. than that sweat hog bitch. God. Although it's a good match, though, I'll say that. Perfect. And and this 
This is what Jolly Joe Bell and Joyce Fitch have allowed to take over this radio show. See, that that's the whole point that you're missing, whoever sent me that last email. You're missing the point that a supposed responsible major market broadcasting operation named Beasley, BBG, I, 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 has allowed, you know, uh, a few misfits to screw up the whole show. Their most important show, even though they would disagree. The show that's been the anchor and the canker of the station for over 11 years. Emails 56, calls 42, I don't care 33. And the callers are obviously voting over and over. It's got to be. Only crazy people would vote for the callers. I'm your friend. I need help. Paul says, Neil, when you mention Mr. Ego, who are you referring to? And when do we think we'll start hearing the color-coded terror alerts, just like before the 2004 presidential election? Oh, yeah, uh, alert orange, orange alert on your money. They're waiting for word on McCain's flight plan at the University of Mississippi. Mississippi, Suzanne, thank you. We already know that Obama's on the way. He's going to be there uh, come hell or high water. McCain always, uh, but a beep, but a boop. He's still uh, trying to figure out how he's going to manage to stand up the whole time. Mr. Ego is Steve Kane. Steve Kane. Is there anybody in the world? Of course, nobody remembers him. Remember him? No, you do. Oh, I remember him. It's like footage. Just, 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 just tell me what your problem is. Right. Who came to the market many, many years ago as a Jew, a Jew liberal, and all of a sudden became a born-again Christian, right-wing, Bible-thumping fanatic, adopting 4,000 kids. Well, there's more money in that. Uh, he thought. Evidently not. Years, this is me. Take it or leave it. Take it or leave it. That, that, that's the way I look at it. Take it or leave it. You don't get it, Neil. You just don't get it. I enjoy Prozac Ron. I'm your friend. I'm... I, what I'm going to do is I'm going to do that several times a day just for people like uh, that last emailer there. McCain supporter Senator Lindsey Graham, who's a drawling yahoo and rumored to be gay. A lot of rumors about him, too. What a thought. Tell CNN the McCain campaign is proposing to the Presidential Debate Commission and the Obama camp that if there's no bailout deal today, the first presidential debate should take place of the vice presidential debate, which is exactly what I told you they were trying to pull yesterday, uh, scheduled for next Thursday, October 2th in St. Louis. They are doing their best to hide that bitch, to keep her in a broom closet with her broom. And, of course, uh, she's into witchcraft, you know, the whole witchcraft. Hey, she's protected from it. Get it right. Oh, I'm sorry. That's right. She and her uh, dark-complected African preacher, they're uh, protecting you and her from witchcraft. Did you hear that guy's voice? Like yeah. a munchkin. Mm-hmm. I've got a hunch that he's a munchkin. In this scenario, the VP debate between Biden and Palin will be rescheduled for a date yet to be determined and take place in Oxford, Mississippi, currently slated for the uh, presidential debate tonight. Graham says the McCain camp is well aware of the position of the Obama campaign and the debate commission that says the debate will go on as planned. But both he and another senior McCain advisor insist the Republican nominee will not go to the debate today if there's no deal on the bailout. They're, uh, oh, they're all going back in the room now. Oh, John McCain is leaving shortly for Mississippi. Um, I'm not sure if you heard the, the, the comments this morning um, in terms of what you're referring to. I mean, I know obviously he has been hearing the accusations that he sort of parachuted in here. And if anything, he made the negotiations 
and hindered them rather than helped them. Yeah. Uh, and they're pushing back on that big time, as you can imagine. And what they say inside the McCain camp is that they believe that the Democrats have played politics. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We don't want any politics in this. It's got to be bipartisan. And they had the big meeting at the White House, which turned into a big shouting match and screaming and yelling and gnashing of teeth. They're all a bunch of crooks, baby, and they got their hand in your pocket and my pocket. It's the old pocket rocket. Boy, there's a whole bunch of uh, emails on there now. Aren't you excited? Medium, medium excited. Oh, come on. All right. John McCain is leaving shortly for Mississippi. He is going to the debate. There will be a debate tonight. Hallelujah. There is a God. There is only... Oh, God. All right. What time does that start? Eight, I believe. Debate at eight? Debate at eight. Sounds great. In fact, they're counting down nine hours, 38 seconds. They got the debate countdown on CNN. When in doubt, count it down. I, I got to get to Jane's email here eventually. And Doug Thompson's got an article. I got, I got Obama opens up a 13-point lead in Michigan. Oh, Jane, who's giving me crap again about the plastic bottles for the body wash. Sorry, mm. Jane, I don't give a, cl- a crap. Biggest names. The best talent. This is Neil Rogers. Sports Radio 560 QAM. The sports leader. Aren't you excited? Thrilled to death. Curl yourself up in front of the fireplace mm-hmm. with your wife and little kid and right. uh, the dog. I'll be twisting my nipples. You're going to be twisting somebody's nipples? My own. Well, I sure hope it's not your little daughter. For Christ's sakes. Oh, it's just a joke. Will you relax? Good God. What a sicko. Yeah, that's you. Hardly. I'm the slicko and you're the sicko. No, oh, I have a Michael Morrison. Vice thing versa. Here. Have you watched the Michael Moore thing yet? No, I'll get around no. to it. Maybe this uh, weekend. Me too. We haven't had any dropouts yesterday, uh, today on our streaming. I bet you the streaming sounds really great. There's Frank Sesno babbling. Uh, I'm going to try to sneak one more in, and Eddie, just give me oh, a, no, a heads up uh, that we Tony need to get Harris to the White House him. for the uh, daily hate briefing him. with uh, White House Press Secretary uh, Dana Perino. But, but Frank, uh, do you anticipate how much time... It seems to me the minute the opens up the debate and asks the first question about the bailout... It, it, it may not long be a foreign policy debate. It may be strictly a uh, domestic uh, bailout. Uh, ec- and chickens might pee, too. Okay, but it might be this. How about tuning in and watching it, okay, and shutting the hell up, you glib piece of turd? I'm serious. He, he's a turd that got away from the bull, Tony Harris on CNN. 
He is such a jerk. 165 votes on the poll. I like the show better with email 66, calls 58, and I don't care 41. It is getting tight. It's getting tense. Oh, my God. It is. It is. Let's do the tighten up with Archie Bell and Drells. You got that? Archie Bell and the Drells? I'll look. Let's do the tighten up. I bet you Eddie K used to play crap like that. He always played that James Brown crap. That's probably what got him canned. I think what got him canned was the fact that he was an old Jew, and Joe Bell don't like old Jews. Hank, Neil, Eddie K. See the pattern? Yep. There we go. Archie Bell and the Drells. You do this well. He ain't, no, he ain't no relation to Joe Bell, by the way. Like, uh, Hi, everybody. Hi. I'm Archie Bell with the Drills. That's enough. I'll do some tenses. Jane in Deerfield, one of our regulars for years, says, although this uh, email pisses me off. Dear Neil God, like all gods, you are fallible. Like many gods, you cast wrath on those who question you. Sadly, I have to question some of your judgments concerning body wash and Rachel Maddow. You know something? Rachel could use some with her manly hands. When I first brought up the ecological cost of body wash contained in plastic, a petroleum-based product, you had to go to the bathroom to find out if a plastic in your body wash was recyclable. That suggests to me you don't recycle your plastic bottles. That's correct, Jane. I don't. And you know why I don't? You don't have recycling on there in your building? Let me say it again. You know why I don't? You don't want to? Right. I don't want to. If you, as God, don't recycle, how many of your listeners simply toss the plastic bottle into the trash to head for the dump? That's what I do. I toss it right in the trash. Yeah, we do have a bin for recyclable stuff, and you know what? I, I just ignore it. Oh, I can't believe it. Yeah, I could lie and say, oh, I'm really into this whole uh, green scene, which everybody ought to be, but not me. I can't be bothered with it. George is wrong when he says that recycling plastic is the same as paper. Paper can be huh? composted back into good rich soil, and new trees can be planted to make new paper. Plastic first has to be made out of petroleum, and in order to be recycled, it has to undergo horrible processing that releases all kinds of terrific gases worse than Joe Bell's. Oh, nothing's worse than Joe Bell's. He's going to package it, Joe Bell's terrific gas. Trees don't have to die to make plastic. Are you questioning Jane? Mm-hmm. Me too. I know I sound like an environmentalist wingnut, but just think if we all cut back on petroleum. I mean, if this is the excuse for not using body wash, I mean, give me a freaking break. Not to mention the good we'd be doing for the, uh, for the earth, cutting off money to terrorists and their financial backers. If she thinks that the production of paper is a chemical-free, environmentally friendly procedure, then she's never been anywhere I, near I, I a paper you, I mill. I think Jane ought to start peeing in her gas tank, okay, because if she's worried about the sending money to the terrorists and their backers, the freaking Saudis. So please consider the cost of plastic bottles in the waste stream. They don't just degrade like organic matter. Then there's the carbon footprint of shipping them as they add weight to any truck carrying them. I could go on and on. Thank God you don't. I don't want to, but every time I turn around, there are more convenience products that add to the waste stream that winds up in the dump and add more dollars for the Saudis. Then there are the dangers involved with chemicals leaching into our foods from plastic products and so on. Just make sure you got everything in the microwave and glass, Corel or Pyrex. Anything else will probably leach chemicals that you don't want to eat in your food. And stop drinking that body wash, no matter how good it smells. Mmm, but I do like that pink grapefruit. Mm. Yeah. I can't wait to use my bottle. I, in fact, I just uh, I drank some this morning with peppercorns. Mmm. And Parmesan cheese. Now Jane goes on to Rachel Maddow. What's to say? Now, I want you to listen to this very carefully. And this, okay. this is the kind of warped thinking that so many women are guilty of. When Keith Olbermann began to let Rachel take over his show, I said, there's no way she'll ever get her own show. She actually tells the truth. When he began to let her take over the show, 
I don't know at what point that was. In fact, it seems to me I could be wrong. Maybe I was dreaming, but I'm positive I was sitting there right in front of my TV. Actually, I watched her show last night after Oberman. And guess who she had on, like in the middle of the show for a 10-minute segment to bail her ass out again? Keith, Keith Oberman. She is like an appendage of Oberman is what she is. Is that so wrong? Anyway, then it says, then all of a sudden she had her own show. All I can say that this is a good thing because she investigates uh, things that are ignored by the mainstream press. And I know she's hard-hitting from listening to her on Air America. She always investigates stories that the mainstream... She fumbles and bumbles and fumfies and uh, she can't even read the damn teleprompter. So please don't just write her off immediately. It's better to see faces on TV who are telling us the truth than the same old creeps who lie and lie and lie. Well, I don't watch the old creeps, Jane. I don't watch Sean Hannity and Billow and the Rush and all that crap. I don't watch that. Because I know the kind of lies and sputum that they're going to uh, spew out. But she leaves me limp. She's weak. And this idea that uh, she took over the Olbermann show? Keith Olbermann is so far, far and away, the best broadcaster we have in uh, in the world today there isn't anybody even close and i'm really i i could kick myself for getting bent out of shape with him about that whole imus business is probably a miserable nasty old bastard off the air and behind the scenes and god only knows what kind of crap he was stirring up there at msnbc keith olberman is okay in my book let me tell you that right now his show last night was sensational. And, then, you know, see, and, and Jane has got it totally backward. The only reason anybody will watch Rachel Maddow is if they're watching Oberman at first and then they keep it on because she's just an extension. She continues having a lot of the same talking heads on that he's had a million times, and uh, she interviews them poorly, very poorly. She is to broadcasting what Sarah Palin is to politics. Now, that that's a shot. Although Sarah at least don't have manly hands. <laughs> Sure she does. The best talent. She can still dress a moose. Oh, that's right. 560 She's got moosey hands. Fourth leader. It's Friday, you bastard.
159 at QAM. We'll see you on Monday. Bye. Wasn't that a fast show? Wow. 183 votes on the poll. Wow, that is pretty impressive. Not. Should have a thousand. Uh, you know, once upon a time back, pre Joe Bell, pre JB. Yes. He put the BJ in, in uh, Joe Bell. Pre Joe Bell, once upon a time, we'd already have like five, six hundred votes on there on something this important, this uh, controversial. Controversial <laughs> program today, Neil. Oh. 185 votes is all we got. I like the show best with email 72, call 67, I don't care 46. Out of the first 185 putrid uh, votes. Back in the day, back when we had that big, massive audience, back when we could do the show. Mark says, I love your show, been listening for years, eventually stopped because of the crankers. Chamba, I heard you stopped with them and now I'm back. See, there you go. Right there, that's the best email of all of them mm -hmm. right there. That's the definitive email. It's a tune-out. Only a bunch of simpletons want to hear, Samba, I'm your friend. Want to hear uh, four hours of that every day. Day after day after day after god-awful day. You have to be a lunatic. Our good friend Zisco, who I thought was our friend, he, he's, I don't know about him. You want to hear his email? Sure. Remember the day he sent me uh, an email with all the stuff I had been talking about the whole show? Yeah. And I got very exasperated. I'll tell you why. He says, I'm in the car with a friend of mine. He has the footy show on. I'm going to jerk the wheel. Thanks for all the years of entertainment, Neil. I love you. <laughs> George, leave the wife. Get your own show. Goodbye, cruel world. He's going to jerk it. Yeah. All right. Leave that. Jerk it out. Yeah. What kind of a wuss would be, be, be in a car with anybody listening to footy? My God, it would be enough to, like, blow somebody's brains out. Gary says, oh, this is not the same chronic, Gary. Oh, thank God. You know that Gary in New Orleans guy? Yes. Oh. By the way, Neil, did you see the article in today's Herald about a new push to legalize casino gambling in Miami? I got it right here. It's in my pile. Also, what do you think about the Miami Herald website redesign? Uh, weak, very lame, very bland-looking, boring. Maybe, uh, what's his name, Rich Romer, the website designer. Maybe he'll help the Herald out because he sure ain't doing that. I never heard from him again. Can you explain that to me? No. I mean, he was a regular on there. Once we started with emails, he was on there all the time. And then all of a sudden, oh, well, I'm a web designer and uh, blah, 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 and your website is really boring and very poorly organized and I can really help you out. And tonight I'm going to do that. And he just vanished. He just disappeared. Maybe they came and they took him in the way, away in the middle of the night, huh? You know them? They took him away. Oy vey. In my opinion, says Gary, the Herald has been such a schmitty rag for years, but has at least maintained that level. The Sun Sentinel, which used to be a little bit better than the Herald, has dropped so badly over the last few years. Now they're much lower level than the Herald, if that's even possible. I've been saying it for years, although not recently, because I gave up a long time ago. The one thing that could really change the whole composition of South Florida, politically and in every other way, would be a real newspaper. Somebody coming in and challenging. But but then again, in Dade County, you've got the Herald and Broward, you've got the Sun Sentinel. And, of course, the Sun Sentinel, uh, they're, they're sucking around Palm Beach all the time. Broward and Palm Beach. They act like they don't even exist. Now, back when we had the Miami News, Miami News wasn't a bad newspaper. Remember those days? Or is that before? Uh, no, no, I remember the Miami News. Miami News was okay. And then, of course, the Herald took over distribution of the Miami News, and they basically, and then they finally folded it up. Because the people at the Herald are a bunch of grave robbers. They're a bunch of bastards. Grave robbers is what they are. All they care about is what's good for the Herald. Oh, downtown Miami, everybody's going to want to come to downtown. That's because that's where the Herald is. Whatever's good for them, that's what's good for the community.
And then they have that non-group, you know, that mysterious group of uh, mysterious people who sit around in some mysterious table every month and uh, have their secret meetings. They're like the they're like the freaking Bilderbergers and the Illuminati, the Herald, the non-group, and they decide what's best for you people. Okay, what's uh, what's your life going to be all about? So there's not a decent newspaper. We used to have the Hollywood Sun Tatler. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Woo! Wow. I remember when I used to uh, do the harness racing selections for Pompano Park for the Miami News, and Tom Jicka used to do the dog track uh, selections. Journalist Jicka. Remember those days? Yep. By the way, little Tommy Jicka can be seen to my left, although as you're looking at it to the right, in that uh, video on there, in that DVD that we got on our website. Run out of the uh, poll. Click on that, uh, click on the button, maybe, and start, crank that thing up. From the bizarre flea market from 100 years ago, with me and the Stan Major and KC and Tom Jicka and Gilbert. Gilbert, yeah, etc. George wasn't there, though. It was before your time. I might have been running the board for that particular event. Were you running the board? So maybe I was there in uh, spirit, you know. Wow. You were, you were enjoying some spirits? Probably. I wonder what year that was. Is that the 90. Did that Steve guy tell you? 90. Oh, there's a whole bunch. Whole bunch. Emailing inside Royal Castle. What does that say? Inside a Royal Castle, notice various building materials stacked up on... Uh, the floor, says Steve from North Miami Beach. And there's a picture. He's inside Wayne Arnold's. And there's some building. Boy, I tell you, it's sure taking a long time, isn't it? It is. Here's one. Oh, it says from a friend. Front doors of Royal Castle still chained and locked, says Steve in North Miami Beach. And here's another picture. It says welcome, but it's a chained. It's got a big chain on it. Steve Shane and some Par Shane. Here, also another one emailing from uh, in front of Royal Castle. And let me look and see what it is. Oh, it's just on the corner there. In a very Well, you know, when you're in that neighborhood, you got to take your pictures real quick. Dear Neil, let me uh, get the mic over here. Okay. Oh, drove down to Iron Wayne Arnold's Royal Castle yesterday to check the progress of its reopening. It looks a lot of work going on inside is taking place. Here are a few photos I took with my cell phone camera. Can't wait to take a bite into one of those uh, Castle Burgers. Steve, the video guy in North Miami Beach. Oh, he's the guy from the uh, video we were just talking about. I think. Right? Okay. Is that Steve from North Miami Beach, that guy? I don't know him as that. I know him by his last name. Bugsy says, hey, a rumor is being circulated that McCain may have suffered some type of stroke in the last month. Supposedly, one of his eyes is drooping, and he's been easily confused lately, more so than usual. Watch these bastards slide Cheney in there at the last minute. <laughs> oh, God. Another old fool. Wow. Also, since I'm a truck driver, I feel, felt somehow safer when you were taking calls from those I'm your friend idiots. Maybe if you took one or two calls unexpectedly from time to time, it would keep that group off guard and glued to their phones. And off the phone. What, off the effing road. No. Callers, emails, Neil, I agree that the chronic callers are ponderous, but it's probably worse for you than for us, the listeners. That is, you cut them off and move on. Some callers have become organic to the history of the show. The bridge tender, the thanks for calling lady, the no fags in the church guy, not to mention the unnamed intelligent callers who touch base now and then between the cranks. Oh, that, that must be when you're on. I don't recall oh, any oh, of yeah. them. The emails are a great addition. It's refreshing we can reach you directly without having to fart around with a fax machine. As for calls, why must it be all or nothing? During some of the days you've taken calls, you've uh, admitted to some good days. Oh, yeah. 
Take some calls here and there. Read some emails. Read some bedtime stories. It's your show, but it's also our show in many ways. That is, it's you're the talent, but to a large degree. The show is about us, the listeners. Oh, yeah, I forgot that. It's about them. It's my show, but it's their show. We wax poetic about all the restaurants and stores and other nostalgic South Florida stuff that's long gone. Not that the Rascal House is kaput. It's just you. Glad you've renewed for another four years. Five years. A loyal listener since 86 in the WYNZ heydays. Well, thanks a lot, and I'll do whatever the hell I want to do. How do you like that? God says to tell George W. it wasn't his idea. The moment he showed up on the scene, Jesus disappeared like a bat out of hell. Oh, this is just a, a bad joke. When atheists attack... A long read, but uh, good for your next steaming choice from Rob in Lauderdale. Thanks, Rob. When atheists attack, a noted provocateur rips their appellant and defends elitism. Well, that's good. I'll, I'll take your word for it. Here's Bill Schneider. Would the bailout deal make enough progress so that he'd feel that he could come back for this debate? And the answer is yes, yes, yes. He yes, will be yes, here. yes. He's on his way now. The debate will take place with both candidates as planned. The only question is how much of it will deal with national security. No, the only question is policy? will McCain be able to stay on his feet for the entire thing? That's the question. We'll be able to stay. I bet you they're going to be giving him a lot of no-dos, you think? Oh, yeah. No-dos. Yeah, to keep him awake. Try uh, nitroglycerin, adrenaline, big fat line of coke. Got a cold? No. Oh. I'm sniffling over the drama of this debate tonight. I guarantee I'm going to be watching every minute of it. Aren't you? I'll try to uh, watch it. I'm probably going to be out and about. Yeah, probably out screwing your brain. Down. I hope so. Biggest names. The best talent. This is Neil Rogers. Sports Radio 560 QAM. The sports leader. This is Mark Morgan. It's the 12 to 1 hour on QAM. <laughs> I told you, don't bother me while I'm in here. Hi, sir. Uh, hello? It's Mickey Mouse. Oh, Mr. Mouse, good morning. How are you? What the hell are you doing to me? Uh, uh, nothing, sir. You're freaking killing me. No, no, I'm not. I got David Kelly calling me every three minutes. Why did we move the practice? Sir, you, you told me to move the practice. I didn't tell you what. You must have misunderstood me. N no, sir. You said move the practice to Monday. Hey, hey. Listen, Bup Wipe, I'm the boss. I make the decisions, you take the heat. Right. You move the practice. Okay, okay I... How are we doing with it anyway? I, oh, man. Hold on. What right. Remus. <laughs> yeah, boss. Shut the hell up. <laughs> I'm on the phone, Remus. Hi, sir. Yes, yeah, yeah, sir. What was your question? I'm telling you, I'm going crazy over here. Between David Kelly and now Michael Jackson calling me every three minutes, I'm going to go out of my freaking mind. Hold on. Rebus! Can't hear you, boss. Stop it, Rebus! I'm falling the floor, boss. Stop falling the floor, Rebus! Rebus! <laughs> What's this in my hand, Rebus? That's your penis, boss. My other hand, Rebus. Oh, that's the phone, boss. Right. I can't hear anything, Remus. Stop sawing the floor. Sorry. Hi, sir. Sir, sir, the moves are working out very well. The practice is fourth in its time slot well, and moving fourth out. Fourth in its time slot? Christ, are we even beating the WB? Barely. Oh, my God. The Michael Jackson thing was a rating success. Of course. Hold on a second. Remus. Yeah, boss. <laughs> what the 
hell are you doing with a harmonica, Remus? Just a little song for well, you. Don't play it, Remus. I'll jam that thing down your throat. And get that bluebird away from me. Oh, come on, bluebird. <laughs> I'm allergic. Eisner. Sir, over 25 million people saw... Shut the... up, Eisner. Listen. Uh, yeah. You see me, what I'm doing here? Uh, uh, sir, you're on the phone. I know I'm on the phone. Do you see what I'm doing? Uh, Use your imagination for crying out loud. Uh, uh, I'm moving my hands up and down, side to side. I'm the puppet master. I say it, you do it. Now Fox is going to air all the stuff that you cut out of the Michael Jackson interview. Uh, but, but, sir, you told me to edit out all that stuff to make him look like a freak. Puppet master, me. Idiot. Oh. Remus. Remus. Yes, yeah, boss. What the hell are you doing now? Fixing the floor, boss. There's nothing wrong with the floor, Remus. What's this in my ear? That's your penis, boss. My other ear, Remus. That's the phone, boss. That's the phone, Remus. Get out. Eisner? Yes, sir. Killing me. Uh, Killing me. Uh, I'm sorry, sir. Killing me. Sorry. Killing me softly. 1203 at 560 WQAM. We'll talk about a Mickey Mouse place. You came to the right place. This is it. This is 560 WQAM. Used to be a radio station once upon a time. Before what, Jolly the, Joe Bell bought his. What? Oh, yeah. 50s, 60s. Mm -hmm. Real radio station. And then those two live Jews bought it, and they turned it away. Cut to music station. They were simulcasting. Were they were they simulcasting Kiss, or were they playing different country music? I really don't know. Wow. I mean, talk about a couple of morons. And then uh, the Beasleys bought it, and they brought in Greg Reed and Screw Ann and Ray Perry and Matty Bell and a whole bunch of goofballs. And then they blew out Greg Reed because they said, oh, he's spending too much of their money and making all kinds of backdoor deals and stuff like that. And they brought in Jolly Joe Bell, who was over at Kiss before that. He was kissing it. Let's see. Here's one. I'm just reading the emails. There are some great papers in Miami, but they're either weeklies or focused on business. The Daily Business Review is excellent. Miami Herald uh, rips them off all the time. But they're only a business paper. If they'd expand into a full paper, they would crush the Herald. Miami Today is also excellent, but also only business. Well, too much monkey business. Oh, my God. This one. Lengthy. When they're lengthy like that, I want to print them out. You know what I mean? Yeah. And there's your president with that quizzical Dumbo look on his puss. Are they going to rescue the rescue plan? That's what he wants to know. Rescue the... I say rescue me. Fontella Bass with a shapely ass is singing rescue me. Jonathan says... Oh, it's Johnny G. Happy and healthy New Year. Castle hoist, Johnny. Go away. Cut the crap. Quit sucking around. Boy, he just annoys the hell out of me, you know? No, no. Happy New Year, Rosh Hashanah. What? What? When is Rosh Hashanah? Isn't it ongoing? Isn't it right now? Are we it's in now, it or is it over? It's already Rosh Hashanah. I don't know. I'll go ask a Muslim. Hey, it's Chris. New Year? I don't know. Look on the calendar. It begins on Monday, he says. At Who sundown. Says? Who says? The Chris. calendar. Monday night at sundown. So that means Tuesday I get off, right? Right. What are you laughing about? Slacker. Let's see. Oh, here's one from Mark at Hallandale Beach. I've been an avid listener since June of 88. To say you've been a great source of entertainment information would be a gross understatement. That's right. The show is gross. Not as gross as it used to be. That's a shame. That being said, the following are my, my favorite knee lines and bring a smile to my puss to this day. The runner-up 
April 1993, while monitoring the TV as the David Koresh-led Branch Davidian compound was burning to the ground, you stated, look at that thing. The whole place is on fire. If David Koresh walks out of this, he's Jesus Christ. I never said that. Jesus Christ. Maybe you did. I never said that. Maybe you did. I don't know. Maybe I do. Maybe I do. I don't think I said that. And numero uno, June or July of 92. Boy, you talk about a chronic. Obsessed. A female caller was for some reason trying to talk you into sex with a female. You politely told her that it's just not going to happen. When she persisted, you let her have it with, I'm not into open wounds, okay, lady? You get it now? Open wounds. <laughs> I temporarily lost control of my car, almost sideswiped the UPS truck. Thanks for the numbers, says Mark. I, I did say that. Oh. I'm not into open wounds. Well, you know, one of those things. 233 yeah. votes on the poll. I like the show best with emails, 87, calls, 84, and I don't care, 61. Neck and neck, nose to nose, man. It's as tight as a witch's ear. 87 apiece. It's tied. It's a flat-footed freaking tie. And you want to know why? Why? Because the chronics are voting over. and they're, they're tapping on it. You can be sure of that. Either that or Joe Bell and Joyce are busy, you know, tying the thing up. Somebody ought to tie them up. Put the rubber ball in their mouths. And bring in what's his name from Clockwork Orange? Malcolm McDowell? Malcolm, what, what was the character? Alex. Alex. Alexander Gee. DeLarge. Uh, yeah, we saw that scene. Mm-hmm. I mean, and when they were playing in the background, Hang Down Your Head, Tom Dooley, that was my favorite part. Gene and Sebring says, I've been listening to you since 1979. The past six months or so have been brutal as far as the idiots calling in to monopolize your show. Absolutely correct, Gene. Absolutely correct, sir. I'm glad you decided to drop the calls, but sad that you had to. And right again on both counts. Correct. I do enjoy listening to you interact with callers, but completely understand why you made the choice you did. In the final analysis, I tune in to listen to you, not some idiotic a-holes. Says, all my love, Gene and Sebring. There you go, Gene. All my love. Oh, this is from Unctuous Quisling. For your information, last week Rachel Maddow had higher ratings than Oberman. Big deal. So did the Katie Couric the first couple of days. And then people said, boy, she sucks. We're not watching this garbage anymore. And they stopped. I agree with you, though. She's just embarrassing. When I first saw her, I wasn't sure if she was a man or a woman. She's got manly hands. I'll tell you that, that dyke. She's got manly hands. And she can't read the teleprompter for crap. She fumpies and fumbles and bumbles and stumbles. It's, it's sad. The difference between MSNBC and Fox is the following. When Fox has their opinion shows on at night, they at least pretend to present both sides of the issue, although you may think that they're not doing it fairly. I may think, oh, yeah. They have a populist, no Riley, a conservative liberal team in Hannity and Combs. Oh, this is such garbage. This is crap. What Fox News is actually guilty of is dumbing down the news having the news read by bullheaded blondes, and mixing in fake news stories like man arrested for farting, etc. Always have breaking news flashing on the screen with dramatic sounders. Oh, here, this guy's an idiot. Yeah, Fox News is fair and balanced, right? They, they pretend to have both sides. Hannity and Combs. Combs is like, uh, he, he's like, like a quizzling. Talk about in a closet. They got him locked up in a broom closet somewhere, and every once in a while, it's like that thing, uh, that bit we got about Carolyn. Hey, it smells good in here, toots, you know, that... like that. Yeah, and she makes a sound, and then they cut her right off. That's uh, Alan Combs. Who are you kidding? 
Fox Noise, Olbermann calls it, and aptly so, Fox Noise. It's garbage. But then again, there are a lot of people out there who, you know, they, they, they are, they're uh, enthralled with garbage, like Sarah Palin those first few days. Oh, she's a hockey mom. She's so uh, Hamish. She's so wonderful. She, uh... Bubble-headed bitch. Trailer trash. Slut. By the way, I uh, got to go out and get the Inquirer. I forgot to do You forgot to remind me yesterday. Go buy the Inquirer. No, I'm sorry. I like the show better with calls. Oh, look at that. 89. Emails 87. I don't care. 65. 243. They're cranking and spanking it, baby. They're freeping the pole. Trust me. Keepers, keepers. Here come those freaking keepers. Sports Radio 560 QAM. The sports leader. It's Friday, you bastard. I'd like to take a vacation this month, but it looks like I won't go anywhere. Cause I can't afford to be driving my Ford. It guzzles gas like I guzzle beer. And if I keep thinking about it too long, I get angry and frustrated inside. Looks like this summer will be a big bummer. I can't even go for a ride. When the change in the price of crude changes your attitude and all you can do is complain. To fill up my tank, I'll be robbing a bank. You'll have OPEC to thank if I do that someday. Remember when gasoline wasn't expensive? It was back in 1968. We need to find an alternative fuel source And we're at least ten years too late Cause nobody planned for tomorrow That's why it's such a mess that we're in Feeling like fools using up fossil fuels And we're over a barrel again When the change in the price of food Means we're all really screwed And all we can do We'll spend all our bucks just to fill up our trucks While we watch our economy go down the drain Watch our economy go down the drain Watch our economy go down the drain Trump 17 and 560 WQM. The debate is on tonight, baby. Forget about the bailout and about the cop-out and about the uh, coming out and all this other crap. Let's watch the debate and see who says what. All right. See if McCain falls down. I just can't wait. It's like, oh, is that your cell phone again making yes, them yes. funky little noises? Wow. That's uh, embarrassing. I'm going to put it on vibrate. Gay. Huh? I'm going to put it on vibrate so they don't make fun of me anymore. Sounds really gay. Good. Yeah, my, my Blackberry at least makes like a manly sound. Sure, yeah. I can make this make any sound I want it to make. Yep. Can you? Sure. Ooh. I can make that sound too. Uh-oh, better not. That would be really bad. <laughs> oh. <laughs> 263 votes on the poll. Boy, it's back and forth. It's up and uh, down, in and out. It's uh, the old yin, yin and yang. It's the old Cheech and Chong. 
I like the show better with emails, 96. Calls, 93. I don't care, 72. 263 votes. And Chris's goal is a million today. we got to get a million votes. Otherwise, it don't count. Oh, okay. And I think some people are trying to vote a million times. I'm sure of that. I'll talk to Eric then. You'll do what? No, don't, don't, I don't want no <laughs> phony vote like that, uh, time Zach pulled that crap. That, I'm telling you, Zach is the, uh, he's the evil. Everybody thinks, oh, that Zach is really great with that scratchy, gravelly voice, you know? He's the evildoer. He's the, I think he's still on the payroll over there. He probably is still uh, hanging out with Joel Feinberg. I think that, I think they got naked pictures of them doing, uh, mules together. Not, not I'm not really trying not to picture that. What? Yeah. I said, how's it going, eh? Conjure that image up. Joel Feinberg and Zach. Doug Thompson on Capitol Hill Blue has got one of his rear uh, rants. You want me to read it? It's very short. He's always succinct and right to the point. And Please rips do. And ass. That's, I like the kind of people like Doug Thompson and Olbermann. Rip ass. Just tell it like it is. Don't beat around the bush. Oops. That's the headline in this article, by the way. Another monumental failure by Bush. Even before his bungling response to a financial crisis that threatens to plunge this country into a full-blown depression, President George Bush had already assured himself the title of the biggest failure in presidential history. Absolutely correct. <laughs> I'm getting choked up just thinking about it. The Iraq War, Hurricane Katrina, many other failures sealed his membership in the political hall of shame. The collapse of America's economy just adds more evidence that Bush is, without a doubt, the worst in a long line of failed leaders of what was once a great country. It doesn't matter if Bush's badly conceived bailout plan passes Congress or not. He's completed his mission of destroying this country, gutting it from the inside, eviscerating our freedoms, trampling our rights, and burying a once-admired notion of a country. Osama bin Laden's goal when he sent his fanatics to crash planes into the World Trade Center, Pentagon, and other buildings was to strike at the heart of America's strength, our economy. He wounded us to be sure, but it took Bush and his gang of crooks, thieves, con artists, and scoundrels to complete the mission. Our Constitution lies in shreds on the floor, ready to be gathered up and flushed into the political sewer that is Washington. Our rights disappeared into that sewer long ago, buried under mountains of partisan putrid excre uh, excrement that pours out of the rectums of the politically extreme. Rectum? I'm going to read that sentence again. Could you? Our Constitution lies in shreds on the floor, ready to be gathered up and flushed into the political sewer that is Washington. Our rights disappeared into that sewer long ago, buried under mounts of partisan putrid excrement that pours out of the rectums of the politically extreme. Rectum? We're a nation drowning in the diarrhea of distraction, suffocated by a government of greed. Well, it sounds like Doug's got uh, one thing on his mind. If there was an escape route, it disappeared into the sewer long ago. When he finally leaves office January 20th, 2009, Bush will leave behind a broken, dysfunctional government that can't be repaired by one man or woman or even an army of two reformers, even if such an army existed on either side of the political spectrum. Congress under Democratic rule remains the same muddled, myopic mess that existed under, under GOP leadership. Neither party can put aside partisanship long enough to show any true concern or love of country. Elected leaders who put party above country betray the Constitution they swore to uphold. Both parties fail on this critical test. Bush spent months denying a recession existed, even as the country stood closer and closer to a full-fledged depression. Now, when the end is near, he offers up a plan to plunge a deficit-ridden nation further into debt and a risky venture to save a system that most likely cannot be saved. It'll be the final nail into the coffin. It'll serve forever as the symbol of the presidency of George W. Bush. Sadly, that coffin will not be used to bury Bush. It'll be needed to bury the remains of the nation he destroyed. How do you like that, says Doug Thompson? 
Stick that in your rectum and uh, watch the moon shine. Drink the moonshine. However, that old saying goes. How does it go? I don't know. You know how it goes. No. Chris knows how it goes. No. Uh oh. Here's a couple of emails. Here's one from See You on the Corner after the show. <laughs> Seen You on the Corner of Cecil and Spadina. I don't think so. I doubt it. Neil, what do you think about Jesse Ventura as a presidential candidate? Oh, yeah, he's really very viable, right. His show on MSNBC lasted one night because he opened up a mouth and said things they don't want on the air. He seems to be making the rounds and seems more sincere about wanting to correct the incompetent government we currently have. That's all the more reason he's got no chance being the atheist, godless, uh, uh, truth-telling uh, goofball that he is. No chance. He beat the system in Minnesota and, by all accounts, was a hell of a governor. He seems intent on running in 2012. Curious, your thoughts. Yeah. No chance. Two chances, none and much less than none. I like to show better with the emails, 104, calls 95, I don't care, 76, 277. The calls are mounting, baby, mounting, just like the deficit. Mounting. Oh, here's that article about the down developer wants casinos in Miami Beach. And by the way, you notice since the slots, the slots came in, speaking of newspapers and all the other fear mongers, oh, those one-armed bandits, oh! Remember the Herald and the Sun Sentinel both uh, scaring the crap out of everybody? Mm -hmm. I bet you your friend Stan Wertheim remembers that. All these years that they've kept South Florida as the sleepy uh, toilet that it is. Crime-infested, bug-infested toilet. Just waiting for the next hurricane to come and blow everybody's roof away. As opposed to living and breathing in great place it could be. I'll tell you one thing. You go to a Hard Rock, for example, and there's like a whole bunch of living and breathing people there. And a bunch of old farts like me, too. See, that's the common mis misconception that people like George and Chris spread. And that is that people who play slots and go to casinos are all old, old toads like me. No, I said uh, it was for women, too. I guarantee you that on any given day at Woodbine or at any of these South Florida casinos, racinos, you find about 50-50. Yeah. Including a lot of young men and women. I'm oh, just people. busting your bulls, you know. No, you're not. All right. Grandma. What do you know? Schlepper. Right. No, we what a giveaway. A, we don't have two nickels to rub together. What no, do I don't. about uh, casinos right. and slots? Got a couple you, pennies, though. You better get some instructions from the quarter slot guy, mister, because you sure don't know your slots. What did I ever do to you? That guy, what a putz. <laughs> what a putz. And some of these chronics, man, like I said, they show up on the emails and delete, delete, delete. There, there's some people who exist, as you know, just to be annoying. That, that, that's that's, that's whole, all they can do. That's the whole purpose for their existence on this crappy globe that we're stuck on is to annoy. And I just... Oh, in fact, speaking of the quarter slots guy, here's a email from Antonio who says, Dearest Dynamic Duo, you can do a program with your hands tied behind your back and still make it great. Well, we already got our hands tied behind our back with this regime we got here, this obnoxious, disgusting, grotesque, gruesome regime. Neil, those skits you have, those songs, imitations of politicians and celebrities are phenomenal. Spelled with an F. Where do they come from? Who does them? I personally like these three. One, Mr. Ed, calling the hardware store and saying, I'll, I'll play that. Two, Al Pacino's You Fairy. You Fairy! It actually made me see the movie, and it was good. Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross. It's great. 
And three, silence of lambs. It puts the lotion in the basket. Thank you very much for any explanation on my question. Keep up the excellent work. Saludos to George. P.S. Where is the quarter Schlotz guy? Mm. Why hasn't he emailed you? And it's signed, Tony, Mr. Quarter Schlotz guy of West Kendall. In other words, I have no oh, talent. Tony. You're with Neil Rogers. Sports Radio 560 QAM. The Sports Leader. The Sports Leader. I'm eating craft cheese. Neil Rogers. The Sports Stop. Leader. The investment bank filed for bankruptcy. A shocking ending to a weekend of frantic negotiations. This time, the Fed said, you're on your own. I was freaking with Customers are worried about the safety of their deposits. It's my money! It's a sad day in America. It's reminiscent of the Depression. The stock market tumbled. There were people laid off everywhere. You're fired. You're fired! Well, guess he's been fired. It's another Great Depression and the White House doesn't even care. And I, I, I like to fish. Say, say, Thousand zero eight, buddy. Tell me, can you spare a dime? Not so fast, partner. You owe me some money. So tonight we're gonna borrow like it's nineteen twenty-nine. What do you recommend for severe depression? Borrow the money, not to steal the money. To borrow the money. Call thirty-two at QM. I'm eating a slice of craft um, cheddar. That's good. Where would George go? Right here. Oh, I thought you hate craft. I do. That's why I'm eating it. Feh. No, I don't have any, any more weenies. I got a couple of bratwurst in there, but then I would have to put them on the flavor wave, you know? takes too long. Although, I'll tell you one thing. A bratwurst, after you cook it, and then you nuke it for about 45 seconds with a slice of cheddar over top of it, mm-hmm. man, that's good. You don't like craft cheddar? I don't like craft, period. Well, why not? They suck. It's foul. They make everything out of the same ingredient. They just have it's, this it's, big it's vat processed of goo. Cheese product. It's big vat of goo, and they just had one color it's and one flavor, and that's, like that's their various products. And once, they invented Miracle Whip, the most farbissina goyish concoction ever. Yeah. Foul, and people replace mayonnaise with that, and it poisons everything that you put it in. You're evil. I hate craft. Guess what I just turned on? I reached over and I turned on the uh, monitor. Uh-huh. Oh, to see what uh, what it looks like there, the phone the screen? The phone monitor. Yeah, well, I'm going to turn on uh, Spanish soap opera. How's that? I got nine dots. Well, the poll is so close, you know. I think it might be interesting just to see what's happened here in these last two and a half weeks. You don't want, you don't want to? Do it. 90 votes. Double dog dare you. What, take a call or two? 5670560, pound 560 in the Verizon AT&T wireless line. Let's, let's, I mean, it's almost even Steven. 113 with emails, 98 in the calls, 79 say they don't care out of the first 292 votes. Now, once the delay catches up in about four hours, then, uh, you know, it'll be too late. We got the uh, big O from Kendall Toyota. Rock solid. Coming up at uh, 2 o'clock. And then Mad Dog, and then the first bitch. You think the delay is caught up yet, or maybe they're just not going to call? How long is the uh, succession of delays we have? About 45 minutes? Uh, let's see, one is 20, the other one is, I think, about 10. Yeah. So about 30 seconds and all. I don't see anything happening on there. Well, remember, it takes a little while to, you know, wake up and get their phone. I just want to make sure it was working. Oh, in fact, when you, when you were um, on, uh, we were on vacation that week or wherever the hell it was? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Was it Flea who didn't have the uh, phone pot open? Uh, somebody. Maybe. Somebody. Maybe Flea. 2, 2 a.m. Hello. Hey, 
<laughs> Very weak. Try again. Very weak. A stunt, a fake Prozac Ron. Incredibly weak. WQAM, hello. Sounds like a very controversial show, Neil. No, a fake, fake Reverend Jones. Fake Prozac. Wow. Ron. What? No, nothing, man. When people and want to take it. them. Now, come on, you got one more. Hello. I think this one's just the dial tone. Okay. For you 98 people who like the calls, better. That's it. Here's an email that says, I'm sorry about eating the cheese, but you believe Why? me? I'm no, sorry. No. I'm not. Didn't think so. It's my lunch. Neil, the emails are much better than the calls. It makes me roll my eyes when I hear those same idiots. Don't they know they're a waste of sperm? At least the emails are different and a lot more interesting. Love you, Neil. I look forward to your show every day. Respectfully, Gugatz. Even Gugatz hates the calls. Wow. WQAM, hello. Wonderful program, Neil. Wonderful. Another faker. QAM, hello. Kelly Craig is a hottie. QAM, hello. Neil. Yes. The real reverend here. Haven't called in a while. How's it going? Yeah, right. It is. It is. George knows. Mm -hmm. Who cares? Who cares? WQAM, hello. Hello, Neil Walters? Yes, with a phony voice, yes. How you doing, Mike? Okay, phony voice. WQAM, hello. Hello? Yes. Yeah, I was wondering if I could call in my email. If you can do what? If I can call in my email. Yeah, go ahead. All right, thank you. He's calling it in. We're sending it and mailing it in. He's calling it in. Well, what do you think so far? I don't think this experiment's going to last awfully long. No. What do you mean, no? I don't think it was. That was like pushing. Chris, wasn't he pushing for me to take a bunch of calls? That's right. Oh, he was totally doing that. Yeah. Five six seven oh five sixty. Boy, it's pretty weak. We're waiting for somebody. We got that big debate coming up tonight. We got the the economy is going to hell in a handbasket. We're having a big recession. Maybe a depression. The world is coming to an end. And these people are like, and, and we want, uh, this developer wants casinos in Miami Beach and in downtown Miami. Casinos where there's gambling going on. Where the devil is inside with his pitchfork. And you're going to get forked. <laughs> WQAM, hello. Neil, hi. How you doing, buddy? Okay. Hey, thank God for taking some calls for a quick couple seconds. Um, just got back into town. It was in Ohio for the summer. What happened to the jerk? He's done. He's back across the street. Are you kidding? And you got Can. Geldy back? Can. You got Geldy back. Yeah. All right. Well, plenty of Goldie, Goldie bits, please. See ya. Thanks. I love that one. Here's an email. It says, I've been a listener since 1991. I called two times over 10 years. I'm from the Boston area and going back. You are a voice of sanity and an insane place. I did a wood floor for Wally Hennessy. He was a good customer and tipped me well. Good customer. Whatever I say. My son and his friends love the show. He's 17. Some of his friends are friends of George on MySpace. Woo! Thanks, Paul. Good luck to you. How do you like that? And by the way, if All you right. guys want Andrew Raycroft back. Oh, that's right. He's gone anyway. He's gone. And once he's gone, he ain't coming back. Who? WQAM, hello. Neil, I think we should call John McCain the cadaveric. WQAM, hello. Good afternoon. Dave yes, sir. Calling. Who? Dave from Margate. Oh. Yeah. What do you got, Dave? What's that? What do you got? Well, what do I got? I'm working for the uh, Barack Obama uh, campaign. I'm a volunteer. 
Yeah. And uh, I just wanted to call see if there's a way to uh, to get uh, to encourage people to, to stop on out at these uh, volunteer offices and, and lend a hand. Lend a hand doing what? Uh, we're we're uh, getting people to vote. Uh, you know, we're doing phone calls. We're canvassing. We're doing a lot of things. I work mm-hmm. out of the Margate office. Uh, we uh, we've broken up into lots of little groups, and we go out and pound the pavement to get people to vote for Barack Obama. Yeah. Well, um, what, what can people do? They want you want them to call you? Yeah, call and see what they could do to volunteer. I mean, we'll, we'll uh, depending on where they're from. Uh, you know, well, what's what's the number, Dave? Uh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Three hundred eleven. What? Nothing. Oh, l- listen. It just it gets better and oh, better. Oh, I know. I mean, I, I I didn't have any expectations, and believe you me, they've already exceeded whatever they were. Three hundred eleven votes. I like the show better with the emails. Hundred and twenty calls. One hundred five. I don't care. Eighty four. Biggest names. The best talent. This is Neil Rogers. Sports Radio five sixty QAM. The sports leader. It's Friday, you bastard. She's a hockey mom from Alaska. She's a slut. 323 votes on the poll. 323. What's your goal? 6,000, Chris? I was thinking about seven. Seven votes. I like the show better with emails 124, calls 108. I don't care 88. And the ones that are voting for calls, believe you me, a lot of freeping going on. WQAM, hello. Consider to be more talented, um, yes. Christie or Sal Governor. WQAM, hello. Legal ad in Canada. Okay, there we go. I forgot about that one. He doesn't call you though, does he? I don't think so. I'll be all yours. Illegal Julio in Florida. Get back on a banana boat, okay, sweetheart. Maybe you'll run into Elian. 
Despite the fact that there's still a logjam over the proposed $700 billion bailout plan, Republican presidential candidate John McCain decided today that he will debate Senator Barack Obama anyhow. Anywho. No such agreement has been reached, but Republicans said the standoff was hurting McCain's campaign, and he would look terrible if he ruined the nationally televised, eagerly anticipated debate while Senator Barack Obama was ready to go on stage. He's going to look terrible regardless. No matter how much pancake makeup they smear on his fuzzy face, he's going to look like death boiled over. McCain's statement announced the McCain campaign is resuming all activities and the senator will travel to the debate this afternoon. Following the debate, he'll return to Washington to ensure that all voices and interests are represented in the final agreement, especially those of taxpayers and homeowners. Fox News, Fox uh, Noise, reported that Obama left for the debate site nearly an hour before the McCain statement was released. And CNN breathlessly was showing him waddling to the door. There he goes. He's on the way to Mississippi with a banjo on his knee. All right. Tonight, debate night in America, baby. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be sitting there, gonna have a bunch of onion rings and Cheetos and Fritos. Maybe some Taco Bell. Yeah. I keep threatening to go to Taco Bell and I never think about it. Are you threatening me? Yes. Scott and Sunrise says, since it's been a few years since I've heard you on the subject of whatever became Ariel Sharon, I see on his bio that he's been in a persistent vegetative state since November 06, then hook up to a feeding tube. They don't believe he'll ever recover. Keep up the good work, Neil God, says Scott. Yeah, well, that's good news. He's a real far bison. Last thing he said was, I'm dying over here. Pass the homentoshin, please. Oh, my God. How can you knock Ariel Sharon, such a nice, fat Jewish boy? Easy. And I see Ehud Olmert resign. Oh, they got real tourists over there. 325 votes on Chris's marginal poll. I like the show better with emails, calls. I, you know, that, we should have at least 50,000 on there now. I think Jolly Joe's got a point. And hopefully it's in his... Rectum. I hope that a, a gigantic worm from outer space works its way into his ass over the weekend. Wow. Well, you know something? I bet you if they examined, they probably the proctologist finally would find one. How gigantic? Huge. As big as your arm. Crawl up there and just in. Well, of course, he's already infected. He's damaged goods. Jolly Joe. Ho, ho, ho! That's so funny, Neil! Ho, ho, ho! Nitwit. Absolute nitwit. That's why he and Clarence and Joyce get along so well. I don't know what to tell you, Norm. Neil should call the police. Oh, by the way, speaking of calling the police, that nitwit is back under a hundred different aliases on the emails again. Is he now? Your friend from Hialeah? Mm. Which one? You know, I have so many. You know the one. No. There's a hurricane coming, sir. Oh, sir. that one. That one. Mario. Crazy yeah. Mario. Go away, Mario. You bug me. Uh, maybe I will call the police. Not on him, on Joyce. WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil. Yes. Ho- hopefully they'll get you that caller ID where you can weed out the uh, the idiots. No, they they don't know how to do that. Yeah, it's too expensive, I guess. Mm-hmm. But, uh, That's right. Now you're I catching on. Yeah, I can't wait for the debate tonight. It's been fun watching McCain uh, self-implode. It's That's right. Good. He's self-immolating. That's right. He's burnt up about it. Yeah, and one thing about this whole uh, money bailout they're talking about, $700 billion, the first draft, this three-page deal was with no oversight, and it was like, let's give them $700 billion to spend any way they want. That's right. One thing that people are a little concerned about, you know, you can call it conspiracy, but... Uh, yeah, they're talking about they're bringing over one of the military uh, groups from Iraq's come to the U.S. and is actually going to be patrolling 
for security purposes, which goes against the Constitution of Posse Comitatus or whatever. You're not supposed to be able to have the military work in the U.S. That's why you have the uh, National Guard. So they're saying that, you know, maybe by the time the uh, elections come around, they're going to have that money to use as well as the military. Martial law, baby. Martial exactly. law. Exactly, which isn't unrealistic. I mean, look what they've been doing. It's the next phase. I mean, what, what, what's to say it couldn't happen, you know? Well, thanks for your optimism. WQAM, hello. Yes, I'd like to speak to Neil, please. Speaking. Chuck. Chuck what? Chuck this. I'm hello? sorry? Chuck, Go ahead. Speak. My, the last name is Daly. I don't need your last name or your first name. This is Neil. Speak to me. Oh, are you Neil? Yeah, that's me. Hey, Neil. Um, yeah, um... Why don't you stop listening to the sound of your voice on the radio? We have an 80-minute delay, and talk to me, okay? <sighs> Can't do it, can you, Chuck? Now, there goes Chuck. He's gone. Once he's gone, he's gone. Why were you so rude to him? What? <laughs> rude my ass. I'm sure it wouldn't be the first time. Hello, Neil? Is this Neil? Hello, Chuck. Neil? Chuck. Yeah, I'm up, I'm up chucking right now, Chuck. God. He makes you. He makes you Jones for the Reverend. You're gay. Oh, speaking of that, Susan. Uh, Susan wants to know who is the Reverend Jones and why does he harass you? You're gay. Because he's an a-hole, a lifeless a-hole. In fact, his. I have no. Yeah, life. that's the thing. He goes back a long ways. One of the real no, lifeless chronics. Him and right. his buddy, who he calls the boyfriend. Wannabes. They want to be on the radio. Yeah, they want to be on the radio, and so they they actually tape. Their own calls to talk mm -hmm. shows, not just to this show, and they make CDs of their calls no. to talk shows. Retarded homosexual In other stalkers. words, I have no that's line. correct. I have no line. You got it. That's the Reverend Jones, Susan. The less you think about him, the happier you'll be and the longer life you'll live. 329 votes on the poll. Boy, that thing has slowed down to a crawl because uh, Chris ain't pushing it. Oh, what's say what? You're not pushing it, man. You're not even involved in the show today. You're probably Maybe we should make it uh, emails and calls. Like, as what? a. Maybe we should add emails and calls as a choice. Stan Majors, listener since WSUN, and enjoy the show. I heard a bit about a month ago. wonder if it can be added to the Way File Library. It's Stan Major asking listener over and over again what kind of material he wanted to hear on the show. Keep up the great work, and emails are just fine. Yeah, maybe I'll do both. Let's see. Just left Taco Bell. Wish me luck later, says Rob. Good luck later on the bowl, Rob. Now, what's the uh, Stan Major thing? Promo, right? Right. Stan and Don. Stan Major Blues. Oh, here it is. Stan Major. Now on News Talk Radio. Kane is in New York, fella. If you what kind of content you, you want between this. two and six? Well, then what the hell is your problem? Kane is in New York, fella. When he would do a show, I don't want Kane back. I just told you that. But well, then who do you want? Who do you want? You want Alan Burke? No, of course not. I think you want Joey Reynolds? No, of course not. Then what the hell do you want on the air? Is Silence? That, I mean, is that all we have to choose? What do you... Give me a name. But is that all we Who do you want? Is that all we have what to choose? What kind of content... Do you want during 2 to 6? I Here, the next Stan Major Show. This afternoon at 2 on News Talk Radio 610, WIOD. Anybody buy a good watch lately? And how about that Milky Way <laughs> dark? Mm. Yeah, you're right. He looks homeless in that uh, video. And homely. Oh, homely goes without saying. That's why I hung around with Stan. He made me look uh, much better. Yeah, bigger. I've done that. That's good advice for all you other ugly guys out there like me. Hang around with guys even uglier than you are if you can find one. 
and then they always make you look better. Wow, look at that ugly guy. Stan looks like a gnome, an old gnome. <laughs> right? Yeah. Looks like a character out of a Jonathan Swift novel. Although not so swift. QAM, hello. QAM, hello. QAM. WQAM, hello. Thank you, thank you. Um, first off, I want to say to people going to the polls, I don't know if you're going to open the phones again, so I just want to give a heads up. Don't wear your Obama shirts, don't wear the Obama pins, because I'm scared of what these people will do. And some of the people they say at the polls will try and turn you around if your address doesn't match uh, what it's supposed to be on the voter registration. Don't believe that crap. Don't believe it. All it has to be is your name. Bring your Social Security card if you want to. I'm just real scared, Neil. I don't know what they're going to do this turnout. I, I think they're going to fool with the machines, fool with something. Don't give them a chance to even know you're an Obama voter. Go there undercover and do your voting because these people are scary. Look what they did. They went and got this crazy lady from Alaska, and I don't even know what to say about that. It's like some, some guy trying to impress his ex-girlfriend and goes and buys a new car. But we don't want them. We don't want McCain. We don't want any of that crap. And I'm just very frightened, and people be smart when you go out there because they're going to be tricky. Wear Thank a you, mask. Man. Wear your Halloween outfit, baby. Wear a mask. Biggest names. The best talent. This is Neil Rogers. Sports Radio 560 QAM. The sports leader. Oh, boy. It's the one to two hour. You fairy. Election day. The first Tuesday in November. Lucky or what? We got the Mad Dog back at four. And we got Curtis for uh, DA tonight, 8 to 11. Just thought I mentioned that in passing. And we got the Canes tomorrow, and then the Dolphins don't play this weekend, so they can't lose this week. Boy, that's going to be ugly, that San Diego game next week. Chris, that's going to be ugly. Hey, you never know. It's going to be ugly. Yeah, you said that about the Patriots game. Yep. Well, the difference being San Diego has got, uh, like, their whole team, and, and they'll show up. Maybe. Let me say it again. They'll show up. Okay. I like the show better with emails 135, calls 109. I don't care, 91 out of 338 votes. Now, what do we have on the... Oh, we had a 1,000 and uh, something on the first one from yesterday, right? Okay. 
And then what do we have on the one that disappeared, Chris? Let's see. We had 1,001, and then... You can't find that one, can you? No, I don't think so. No. Damn it. Because yesterday, combined, we did over 1,500 votes on the two polls. I would be surprised if we did 7 million today. Eat your heart out, all you negatory goofballs, including Joe Bell, who's busy listening to the guys across the street. Well, somebody's got to. I can't believe that he actually said that to you at the copy machine this morning. I can't believe he's, that you guys speak to each other. Why? Because you're associated with his show. You work on his show at, at times when they let you. Hey, he tells me he likes the show. When did he tell you that? He's told me many different times. He uh, listens to the show all the time and he really likes it. You know something? You're a crazy person. I'm just is, telling is, you what he's told Is he, told he crossing me. his fingers and his eyes and his legs, George? Is he no, no, no. He can't cross his legs. Are you kidding me? <laughs> oh. oh, my God. Chalk one up for little George. Oh, and we had 187 on the uh, going to kill me poll. 1,001. 180. Going to kill me? Oh, that's right. Yeah. So that's 1189 and 344. No, 1188, 1,001 and 187. Will you relax? Jesus. 1532. We got a shot at 1,600 votes today. 1,600 votes. Do you have any idea how dramatic that is? No, how? I don't know. Medium? Medium dramatic? Here's an email that just came in during the break in big, bold, capital letters. What are you doing? You hang up that phone right now, young man. Oh, it must be for somebody else It says young man. If I hear one, ay, 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 or I'm your friend, it's going to send me right over the edge. Don't do it, Neil. Just don't do it. And then in tiny letters at the end, it says, please. <laughs> Cute. From Marpart. Doesn't say which part, just Marpart. Well, excuse me. I, I didn't think it was all that bad. It wasn't good. It definitely wasn't good. I think I'm going to do like a combo deal from now on. What do you mean? I'm going to do email stories and a couple of calls here and there. You don't like that? Sure, why not? Mix and match. WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil. Hey. Okay. Who's going to be bold enough to run this Reverend Moosey thing on a continuous loop till the election? Yeah, it, it ought to be. It ought to be on 24-7. It should be all... Co I mean, now, you have... But you, the good part of it is at least you'll get rid of the witches, though. Well, you, <laughs> Maybe. You, you have, yeah, they'll, they'll be run out of town. You have uh, one... And Halloween ain't that far away. You have one Alderman thing up, but there were two. There was another one. You know, the first, the, the one that you have up has her, the video from her from June of this year. Mm -hmm. And then there's one of when he actually blessed her. I, it's on there somewhere. Yeah, you got, there should be two of them up there. You have yeah, one it's of on them. there. That, that's just, the, that has to be one constantly. There's no doubt about it. It's unbelievable. <laughs> Crazy people, man. Crazy. Thanks, Neil. See ya. Wait till the scandal really erupts, the thing that's in the Inquirer this week about her banging her husband's uh, ex-business uh, partner. Slut. They're trailer trash. Don't you understand? What part of trailer trash don't you understand about that bitch? God. Of course, the bloom is off of that rose already. And, and what sure. are gonna, You talk about sheer panic. Panic. Mm-hmm. 
The idea that they uh, sidetrack this whole McCain attempt to side to avoid tonight's debate and push it back so they could push back her debate and then eventually forget all about it. Now she's going to actually have to show up next Thursday. That would be a good poll. Does anybody really believe that Sarah Palin will show up to debate Joe Biden next Thursday night? Meet me in St. Louis, Louis. What do you think? Yeah. Maybe the sheep will be lonely. Maybe she'll have to go back to uh, Wasilla to tend the sheep. Oh, speaking of that, a Battle Creek man is in prison for having sex with a sheep, and he won't have to register as a sex offender. Aren't you pleased? Okay, good. When I went to Michigan State, I've told you this before, originally when I was in East Shaw Hall, across the street, because Michigan State was originally back in the 40s an agricultural college, so they had like um, agricultural things, you know what I mean? Like activities? Yeah, and, and like uh, animals. I, yeah. And so across the street, there was a thing where they kept sheep. What do you call a thing? Like a pen? I yes, don't know what you call it. like a pen. A pen, like state pen. And anyway, more than one of the um, kids in East Shaw bragged about the fact that he was over there at night screwing the sheep. Yeah. Yeah, what? That's something to brag about, all right. Well, hey, they were from, like, little towns, you know, like Owasso and yeah, still. places like that. Been to Ishpeming. lots of little towns. You ever met anybody from Ishpeming, Michigan? No. Wyandotte? Ypsilanti? The Sex Offender Registry Act does not apply to Jeffrey Haynes because his victim was not a human, the Michigan Court of Appeals decided in a ruling released this week. Haynes, 45, is serving 30 months to 20 years after pleading no contest in February 2006 to sodomy. Prosecutors alleged he had sex with the animal in Bedford Township, January 26, 2005. As part of his sentencing, Haynes was ordered by Calhoun County Circuit Court Judge Conrad Synth to register as a sex offender when released from prison. He became eligible for parole August 12th, but remains an inmate at the Parr Highway Correctional Facility in Adrian. Oh, now there's a town, Adrian, Michigan, baby, almost as exciting as Hillsdale. Not quite. Sint agreed with assistant prosecutor Tamara Towns, who argued at the sentencing it was possible Haynes would prey on children or vulnerable adults. He's a predator, Towns told the judge. A predator, like Neil Rogers. But Haynes said at the time he wasn't violent and wouldn't assault children. I take full responsibility for what I did wrong, Haynes said. I'm sorry for what I did, but I'm not a child molester would never touch a child. How about a baby lamb? The prosecutor is being real hard on me for what I did, but I shouldn't be treated as a child molester. Sint disagreed and said, this act is so representative of someone who's sexually perverted that I'll order he register on a sex offender list. I don't understand what that what the connection is. I mean, I'm an old pervert, but I ain't going to be uh, banging no sheep. What if it's really cute? So sorry that somebody... What? Nothing. Just uh, told myself a joke I never heard before. Did you? Well, yeah. it must have been funnier than the ones we were getting there on... Uh, you know, so yeah, I, it was we're a not more jokes on there, thank God. That's good. Yeah, it's a good thing. Oh, here's a few uh, things. Let's see. See, this is good. I mean, I can, like, uh, spread, spread my attention all over the place. Maybe take a little look at the phone, take a look at the emails, take a look at my bedtime stories, take a look in the mirror and say, Oh, my God, am I fat? Here's one from Mag. I love your show. I've been listening since I moved to South Florida 20 years ago. I'm 51-year-old female. I agree with almost everything you say, except I love the Dolphins and hate the Pats. Have a great weekend. Love, Mag. Well, screw the Dolphins, okay, Mag? And have a great weekend, too. That's for you. Screw the fish.
Oh, no, that's that guy in, um, in Battle Creek. Is he, he's into fish, too? I, I don't know. They kind of like squirm and squish and get away really Yeah. Got to dry them off. Maybe catfish. Now, here's one that says smart people will vote early and often. Uh-huh. <laughs> Evil says I can't find the grapefruit body wash in my local Publix, nor can I find the axe scrubber. Any suggestions where I could look? Thanks, says Evil. Well, somebody sent you the uh, pink uh, grapefruit body wash. Correct. So it's uh, out there somewhere, and I think they got it at Publix. And the Walgreens. axe shower tool is available mm-hmm. at Walgreens. Really? Yeah, looks like a tractor tire. And what do you do with that? Oh, it's time to retire. That's right. Set your body on fire. And retire. Now, what do you? So, what do you do with that? What do you scrape? Uh, everything. The beast sends me something. It says, "I'm not sure if you saw this, but it explains why." What? Oh, I said it won't be in New York. Should I print this out? It's from the beast. Okay. Then it's going to be good. With ESPN just in it for the ratings and local media high in hypocrisy, fans out in the cold is the headline in this article by uh, Bob Reisman in the New York Daily News. See, leave it to the beast to be reading uh, subversive papers like the New York Daily News. Let's see. Print this page. Print it. Can I print it? Print it. I'm printing it right now. And you know what? It won't print. Oh, there we go. When in doubt, print it out. And then do the break and come back and read or not. Biggest names. The best talent. This is Neil Rogers. Sports Radio 560 QAM. The sports leader. I'm going to kick his ass and then I'll steal his toupee. Hey, Pharrell. What? By the way, son, I've been giving it some thought. See? Well, what do you think it is? I knows that me and you tend to do much better. Go in six to ten and not in five. A Gentile and a cranky Jew. I think we might. Be happy to get there. I think you really got out of your mind. You gotta have your wee wee bag strapped on too tight. No chance of doing show with you. <laughs> I'd rather die. We'd be crappy together. Why, I'll have you know that I'm a big mucky Jew from Brooklyn Heights. I've been raped. By everybody but you, you're not my type. Me and Mo, that would blow. No way that if we had a fight, that you'd survive. Who'd want to hear a genitile and pushy type? That's crappy together. For me, it's much better six to ten, not five. It's only right that I should get more sleep at night. I think we might be happy together. Happy together. (laughs) 